Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This one's for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, life is beautiful, so slay we must. Those were the immortal words of Kristen Doty, which she uttered last night after burning pieces of paper, right? That was amazing. The full return of the Witches of WeHo. She brought her crystals. She had her whole little toolkit. She had something that she was going to shove up Sandoval's ass. Yeah. With uh, she had a little jar of Vaseline, but Ariana said, "No, no, no lube." Yeah, she no said, "No, spit. no lube, no spit. That thing goes up dry up his ass." <laughs> well, my name is Riley Hamilton, and I'm Amy Scarlotta, and this is Turtle Time. <laughs> I am struggling today. <laughs> I think I, I debated whether or not to tell our beautiful, wonderful listeners that you and I are not doing good <laughs> today because it's like, why are we not giving? the people who listen are all, but we, yeah. we, we are going to try to give it our all, but we also have something that happened to us last night <laughs> that caused pain today. Would you agree with that? We went hard. We <laughs> went hard. For those of you who don't know everything that Amy and I do, uh, last night we hosted, I'll call, mm-hmm. I'll call it what it was, hosted, thanks to our very good friend Eileen. She let us be able to host a Vanderpump Rules finale watch party at a beautiful bar called Junkyard Dog. Yes. Right in beautiful Silver Lake. That's right. Yeah, we uh, pre-gamed watching the episode in utter silence at my apartment so that we could hear every word. And then we walked over to Junkyard Dog 
and watched it with a big group and everyone was hooting and hollering. It was a blast. Yeah, it was best case scenario. I was so worried because we promoted it and I thought, you know, possibly it might be the biggest flop we've ever done in our (laughs) lives and maybe six people would show up. I was like prepared for that. Like I was like, you know, we'll get to talk to a few people. It'll be chill. Like all of our friends are there, like whatever. And then it was packed to the gills. Packed to the gills, 99% capacity, servers and and bussers <laughs> and uh, the hostess and everybody were bending over backwards trying to account for the demand of this beautiful Bravo community that all gathered together. It was such a fun, beautiful night, better than I ever could have ever hoped for. Yeah, it was great. Um, I think we're planning to do it again for the reunions. Um, and I hope that Bravo sends their cameras because they were featuring a few watch parties on Watch What Happens Live. And I'm like, hmm. But technically, we will, the next time, they will have a official rival at Sir. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. Because, so first off, well, yeah, I just wanted to reiterate how beautiful it was, um, how vibrant and fun, everybody screaming. And then now we're going to do it, like you just said, all of the reunions at Junkyard Dog. Yeah. But competition-wise... Sir is apparently having their own official watch party. You pay $75. They load you up with a bunch of food. Did you know that it comes with food? I mean, who wants that? $75 worth of Sir food. And then I heard the rumor is that they're not going to actually have TVs there. What? No, I'm, just I'm just kidding. I feel like just that's going to happen a lot today. Like I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just like spreading slanderous gossip. I'm no, like, that don't I'm sh- joke around. Yeah, sir will, <laughs> sir will for sure have probably have TVs. Sir will for sure <laughs> have some TVs for you to watch it. But if you want a non-paying, non seventy-five dollar, no goat cheese balls, yeah. experience, you can go to Junkyard Dog with us and watch it in pure joy with the most wonderful, beautiful people you've ever been around. Yeah. And, you know, it's, you know, a different neighborhood, a different side of town. So, you know, no one wants to go all the way over to Sir if they don't have to. Yeah, exactly right. So please, I hope if you want to have fun, go to Junkyard Dog with us. If not, go to Sir and I won't be that mad. I understand. (laughs) Yeah, let us know how it is. Maybe there'll be some fun cameos there. That's the one thing they do have, but... But then I was thinking for maybe cast members who are not so happy with Lisa right now, like um, maybe Kristen, mm. or maybe Ariana's not so happy with Lisa right now. That's true. Maybe she'd want to come to a rival. That's right. Watch we should party. have done it at Club TG. Oh, that'd be so fun. They would have come <laughs> immediately. Yeah. In two seconds. Hold for sirens. No. That is. Uh, I don't know. I was going to make a joke about somebody from the show, but now I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So anything, I mean, overall, Junkyard Dog was so beautiful, and we went live afterwards, and we were live for about 25 minutes, I think, and I don't really remember one minute of it. <laughs> Did you get any good comments? I know that I thrust Jimmy upon the cameras because I didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, you didn't? I didn't know I that was, was why. I didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to go back and watch that live just to see what the hell we were talking about. Like Megan was filming it and she heard her voice and she couldn't even listen to it again. I really wanted to see what that was like. I we don't inter- remember what Jimmy said. Me neither. He was just like, please let me go. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, that was so fun. I'm looking forward to the 
reunions. It's fun to just watch in a crowd for sure. It was even more fun than I remembered. It's just fun yeah. to scream and clap and laugh with a bunch of people. Yeah, we have someone posted an amazing clip on TikTok of when Sandoval comes into Raquel's apartment. The whole bar just booed yeah. and was like freaking out. It was so funny. Yeah, that was so great. Um, speaking of them, I did want to bring up a bit of business. According to what was the news source? Was it TMZ or? Well, it was it? first reported on a website called The Messenger, which yeah. I think is like, uh, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but um, then page six picked up on The Messenger's reporting, and then everybody sort of just, you know, snowballed after that, confirming that reporting, I guess. It says sources, multiple sources confirm that Raquel has dipped out of the relationship <laughs> because Sandoval is not the one for her. That's the language they right. used. So Ariana is skeptical of it, not to, you know, yeah. not to get ahead of ourselves here, but Ariana says she's skeptical. So she thinks that there are, they are still dating in, I the, guess. in, like, the, in she... the mental health facility. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear, <laughs> did you hear, like, did you hear, did you, I mean, I guess I just want to bring up one thing early, but that Raquel sen- sends handwritten uh, <laughs> letters to Tom oh, from the facility. I wish that she. Ariana would have opened them. I know. I mean, she's right to say that it's like illegal to open it, but um, it would have been so interesting to see what Raquel had scrawled. <laughs> Do you <laughs> think she uses like a pen with like a poofy like top? Yeah. And I was... writes in pink ink and little doodles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to picture, imagine what she like would write down like, dear Tom. <laughs> she's like, Do you like me? Yes <laughs> or no? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Tom, I'm having a good time here at the facility. They say I can leave in a couple weeks if I am doing much better. Ugh, it's um, so dark. I I do get afraid of like I do hope she's getting the help she needs because as the show progresses, the more I am convinced there's something truly wrong. Yeah, a producer her. a producer used the word used the word in that that variety article they said Raquel is very childlike. Yeah. That was like the the term yeah. for it which i think is <laughs> that's a polite way to put it <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i feel like it was very convenient timing like i don't know if they thought if they are technically broken up that people won't be hard on them anymore or something they thought it was an out but wh- but why would they say they're broken up why would raquel's people or team or her herself say they're broken up and then actually continue on because then people will just be like, wait, you're still dating. What's the point right. of that? Like, why, why would you say we're broken up? And then six months later, you see him at Musso and Frank's again. You're like, <laughs> okay, I don't right. understand what happened here. You're- I know. I don't get what games they're playing. It's weird. Um, the whole thing was kind of strange th- how they went about it. So I don't even know what the logic is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you can't really like credit them with any strategy. So it's possible that it is just fake and they are continuing to date right um so we don't know i mean i actually take it at face value i mean i do think their relationship like was horrendous for the last four months or whatever i mean how bad could their relationship have been she's been in a mental health facility for two months yeah um so i would imagine they probably are broken up right i don't know i mean were they even, what does that even mean? Like how together were they in the first place? You know what I mean? Well, like, they, they've never existed in a normal scenario. So, you know, he is, has only been broken up. Like his relationship 
aligns with yeah there's like no time that they haven't been either living in secrecy or living in utter humiliation right right (laughs) i'm like what was this relationship but from it's clear to me from the finale that they love each other or say say are at the point where they can say they love each other and they were the reason why they thought they could cheat and have this like messy situation with ariana was because ultimately it was going to end with these two people who found love that's what they are like that's what they were preparing for like this is pure love i couldn't do anything about it we're gonna last forever and then the backlash was so horrendous that they couldn't sustain that original promise to each other right they didn't know that bravo fans have been locked up during covid just waiting for something like this to happen so we can turn into wild banshees and just run around <laughs> screaming that is like that is exactly that sums up exactly what's been going on for the last three months the bitch bravo banshees just were released on earth to go nuts we've been waiting for something like this the banshees uh, I, of bravo <laughs> sheeran that's the best i can do banshees of bravo Sheeran, I, one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. I love that. Um, uh, oh, I was just going to ask, what are some moments from Tom and Raquel's? Because I know we're mourning the loss of their relationship. What are some moments you really <laughs> liked from their relationship? Just to end on a positive note for them. Hated every second of it. Oh, I'm not going to go that far. I liked. Um, let me see. Well, that Musso and Frank's dinner that I saw on TMZ <laughs> looked. Like, they probably had a little bit of fun. They ordered a lot of oysters. It was right after the reunion, so they were probably, like, in a, you know, negative headspace because they had just been yelled at for eight eight hours or 12 hours. When do you think they made that reservation? I think they made it in the morning. Um, Tom called and said, (laughs) I'd like, you know, he was like, uh, I'd like to reserve, you know, a table for two. My name is Tom Sandoval. I'll be with Raquel. And then... (laughs) And then the host went to the maitre d' and was like... Can you believe Hi, that Kat. Tom Sandville <laughs> made a reservation for two? Wait, was that Musso or Frank? I can't It was Musso to Frank. That was Musso to Frank. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Musso and Frank is an iconic establishment. It's in every beautiful movie when they want to encapsulate old Hollywood. It's Charlie Chaplin used to sat there. Used to sit there. They have a Charlie Chaplin booth. They have an old style phone booth that you can go in and pretend you're like Clark Gable calling up somebody. You know what I'm talking about? The studio. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, so you, so there, just to end this premise that I brought up, there's nothing you want to mourn from the Raquel and Tom Sandoval. You, there are no moments that you thought they were doing good. No. What about at the apartment? (laughs) I hated that. We'll get into it, but that was some fucked up shit. There wasn't anything like kind of cute that they said. Disgusting. <laughs> well, I didn't have high hopes for the relationship. I didn't love what I saw this episode from them. And I guess I'm, yeah, I don't really, I never knew that they were in a relationship for sure. Besides that Musso and Frank's dinner or whatever, it, you know, so yeah. it was over before it even started for me. I couldn't even wrap my head around it. For sure. Um, yeah, we... <laughs> I mean, we'll just, I think we should just get into the episode because so much happens in it, but I'll just preface it by saying Tom Sandoval fucked up in so many ways. He just, on top of what he did being so horrific, the way he handled it is almost 
worse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The worst way to handle it. Schwartz really summarized it best. He was like, you had a game plan. What does he say? <laughs> I have it in my notes. You had a game plan uh, and you did not uh, execute it or something. Like, I don't know. Like I, Sandoval's game plan was like, well, I mean, it was to break up with Ariana, I guess, much earlier, right? Even though Schwartz said he was sort of waffling and he was like, oh, I'm going to break up with right. her. Oh, I actually do love her. I'm still pretty confused about a lot of that like timeline because it's all very confusing because yeah. they're flipping back and forth on, you know, how they decide to talk about it. The Schwartz of it all of what he knew, when he knew, how much he participated. I'm still like trying to make sense of it because i don't think it's very clear no um so you know hopefully we can get to the bottom of this but i don't know if we have all the information we need yet maybe the reunion will help us but um yeah for sure um yeah what were we what were we saying just oh yeah yeah you're exactly right like he yeah he had a plan and no one could have botched it worse than him in every way he's just an idiot like oh my god um yeah. All right. Let's just go into sure. it because it's nonstop. So we were sort of wondering, or I was wondering how they were going to start this unprecedented episode yes. because they've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Gone back, filmed a full new episode with new content six months later or whatever. So I was like, how the hell are they going to start this episode? Like, it's going to be like a little <laughs> um, title card right. or sort of like the Star Wars uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. crawl. Yeah. But Which, it was fun yeah, how they did what it. What they did was actually perfect. Like we didn't even predict yeah. it for some reason. But yeah. um it did start with New York City, March first, twenty twenty three, which is fun. And then it's Watch What Happens Live, which technically they, I think they did a good job of the the timelines that were because when you explain it to people it's there's so many details yes like, you're like okay so tom was having a show at tom tom ariana was there uh so-and-so was there da, da, da. but sheena and raquel were in new york yes. at the same exact time yes and yes. <laughs> like you know it's like two it, things happening yes it, it yeah it does it it, it it syncs up the two timelines the most essential parts of the story um, really well. It also, they show Watch What Happens Live clips sometimes if it pertains to like a storyline or whatever, but it yeah. kind of breaks the fourth wall immediately, which right. this episode does a lot, which right. I thought was awesome. Yeah. Like this episode deserves it's it. It's totally necessary for like the details. When, um, so they, they show they show Andy Cohen introducing uh, Raquel and Sheena. Mm-hmm. And he says it's International Women's Month, right? Yeah. So I'm celebrating with two wonderful women. <laughs> And then they show this, the question, who's hotter, <laughs> Schwartz or Sandoval, right? Yeah. And they both inter- they both say Sandoval, yeah. which they're both, uh, Sheena and Andy are shocked by. And then Raquel gives this face that they freeze on where I, I'm really confused. She it's- looks like mad. <laughs> confused? Confused. It, she, not the right face for the reaction. Like, I don't, I don't know what it was, but anyway. Um, yeah, so they, that was and, our first clue. Yeah, something was off. Yeah. Um, and then um, they show uh, Tom Sandoval and Ariana in their respective interviews sitting yeah. down. And the producer's like, are you ready to talk about this? And they're both like, no. Yeah. Do you think that they were actually in the same room at the same time? And they just pretended like it was two <laughs> different halves of the screen? <laughs> yeah, they're just, they were facing each other. <laughs> yeah, they do a classic, are you ready to talk about this? No. 
yeah. the same time. I love that like the interviews in this episode, even though it's additional, you know, it's new footage and it's specifically about this event, they still gave them their little cocktails on the side, yeah. you know? Yeah, that <laughs> was cool. Like, so Did funny. you see what they were drinking? I never looked at those. Um, I think, oh, I'm trying to remember. I want to say Sandoval's was like a mar- like a espresso martini or something like hmm. that. I don't remember. Um, despite having watched this episode three times. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she kind of, they set the scene of the Tom Tom show. Um, Ariana says that it was women's intuition that yeah. made her check his phone. So, so this is the part that we know best. I mean, the world knows this timeline pretty well now, but we especially know this because when they're talking about Tom Tom, they're talking about March 1st. We were there. Yeah. We were there at the start of it. We know this whole chain of events. The one thing they keep not saying is that I think it was Kristen who gave ariana tom's phone for safekeeping hasn't she said that she she didn't want because she said she said on a podcast there were random fans uh running around and she didn't want somebody to take his phone like she's talking about us right (laughs) i think that she was saying because ariana disappeared Mm -hmm. which i can confirm she was all of a sudden totally gone right and i guess she just left all of her shit behind when she fled so i think Kristen was put her ariana stuff in safekeeping okay so she she gave ariana she got ariana's stuff safe someone else handed Ariana the phone, yeah, like one of his band members yeah. or something. And um, I can't believe they were screaming outside of Tom's. I'm like, I assumed. I thought they just like probably like she's like, we have to leave now. Right. But they had a full blown. It sounds like a knockout, <sighs> drag out fight. Saw that. I know. But I can confirm that. Like she was saying that Tom was very concerned about people seeing them fight. Um, he that was his biggest concern. Was he's like, we can't do this here, or whatever. Yeah. And I can confirm they were gone immediately yeah. like you, we just never saw them again yeah they they just left it was like there was the show ended and i don't think he was around for much more than like 10 minutes after the yeah. show i saw him um you know he was going behind the bar and like hanging out with people a little bit but yeah at a certain point i just never saw them again he was so busy that day because of the band and the watch party and everything that he could not delete <laughs> this facetime video, video which they didn't say it because i think that's like libelous or whatever they don't want to talk about like revenge porn right. or whatever you know but that is the i think it's pretty clear that that is what it was right a mutual yeah. masturbation video <laughs> that he was doing at schwartz's apartment yeah i had a question about that i i so he comes over to schwartz's house they crack open a couple cores lights or whatever and then do you think tom just <laughs> Sandoval said, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a second. And then he called up Raquel. He's in there for like an hour. <laughs> hey, buddy. Are you coming out anytime soon? Do you think he? Do you think that's what happened? Maybe he, he just did it like on the couch with Schwartz there. <laughs> so he's just like, hey, Schwartz, do you mind? You're already in on this thing fully. Do you mind he's if like, I... You've seen it all. Yeah. Do you mind if I masturbate on your couch with Raquel? Uh, no, that was insane. That was a crazy detail. Yeah. Something that I couldn't have even fathomed. Yeah. No, that definitely implicated Schwartz even further that, you know, they were using his pad as like a safe zone. Schwartz was like his den of sin. He yeah. probably like brought Kel over there all the time. Like he's yeah. masturbating in his bathroom. Like what the <laughs> hell was going on at Schwartz's apartment? <laughs> Disgusting. Schwartz's filthy apartment oh, with water bottles. So bad. So then they, uh, then they sort of like, they have their like takes on it. And, and right. I mean, it was like at the end of it, they're like, Tom Tom says, 
ultimately, I just don't think we were very happy. Like, what did yeah. you learn from all this or something? He's like, yeah. ultimately, you know, I don't think we were very happy. And Ariana's like, I learned that there are evil, evil people in this world. <laughs> and sometimes they're the people closest to you. Yeah. Which I thought was like, in a, she has so many iconic lines this episode. It's almost like everything she says is Yeah. It perfect. felt like the entire, like, their scene um, talking with each other is a full episode in itself like it's not actually that long but it feels like so intense and specific and i was just hanging on every word yeah yeah Um, same here yeah so then it goes to march 3rd um which is the day that the news dropped if i recall correctly it was a friday we know that day as well yeah it was a friday i was in vegas oh right of course we, yeah we talked about it. our first episode was just recounting this but yeah yes i was in the middle of recording a tiktok called vanderpump rules memoir ideas one of the <laughs> dumbest things i've ever done in my life peter's secrets yeah peter's <laughs> secrets and then this came out and i was just you know like we've Screaming. already talked about yeah like insane so screaming yeah. um so i will say up top this episode has so many pets it does? <laughs> There's like a pet in every scene. Mr. Banks, Maya, <laughs> I saw for sure. Yeah. Um, Lala's dog, she's feeding oh, sausage. Oh, right. Gordo's humping a stuffed You're animal. Right. And then he has um, another scene with his dog too going, There's yeah. nothing about this little guy I don't like. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of pets. And then um, they show Ariana's cat also. Wow. And um, I was just like, Everybody. Graham. Graham. Graham has an iconic scene. Yeah. Well, Graham really gave it up. Um, Graham's a traitor. I thought that this song was really weird. <laughs> On the third, the third time you listened to it, did you think <laughs> this song is so odd? They're like, was it about like rain or something? Or? I don't remember now how it goes, but it's very, very upbeat, and it's like the sun keeps on shining, the sun keeps on shining. And I was like, what the hell are they trying to do with this song? Like, this would have been like a good like that David O'Dowda "Don't Be Strange" right. song. You know. It's, why did they, I don't know, I guess they like to start the episodes very upbeat. I guess, yeah. Um, it did bring me right back of like, it's that rainy yes. period that it rained for like a month straight at that point. So it felt nice to be reminded of that time set the, as yeah. Lisa said, it sets the tone or whatever. And it never rains on Vanderpump Rules normally. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, they don't make it that far. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, so it does that little intro and then... We get to Ariana and Tom's house. Um, she's devastated. She looks like someone after a death in the family. Yeah. She just looks so like upset. And her friend is there just like kissing her oh like God. so sweetly. Yeah. And a not usually on camera friend. Yeah. So yeah, she brought like in someone the real that, people. Yeah. Someone there with her. And it's just like. The fact that they have to be in the same house is such an underrated... I mean, people talk about it all the time, but it's such an underrated aspect of this. Like, he's in oh the house with he's her. He's, like, scooting by in the kitchen. He's wearing, like, AirPods and, like, sandals, and he's just like, do 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 What do you think he was listening to? <laughs> Probably our podcast. No, it didn't exist yet. <laughs> oh, I wish he was, though. Do you think <laughs> he, he just yeah. had to wait a couple more weeks? <laughs> and then he comes down, and then he says, you know, Already, I was like, whoa, this is one of the most iconic scenes from the trailer. We're <laughs> yes. getting it right now, already, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Um, before that, he, they start talk, talking, she says to her friend that oh, yeah. she's becoming indifferent and that he gives her the ick. And yeah. then it shows him like looking at himself in the mirror. And he's like combing his mustache <laughs> or something. Like, 
And then she says she's drinking like a bottle of champagne that's from Napa Valley. And she says that they got it on one of their first trips as a couple. And I was wondering, at first I was like, is that the NASCAR trip? But I guess that was later, right? Because he talks about them not having sex on the NASCAR trip. Yeah. He, or <laughs> they, show us, they show a screenshot or whatever of them, a photo, photo of them. And it's like when Tom Sandoval had really long hair, right? And it was like tied up in a bun. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know when that was. Well, I was like, maybe that's their thing. Uh, and then they went back for the the NASCAR thing, but that's, but that's what I thought of. That's sort of the tr- the well established Vanderpump Rules trope of like drinking something, you know, like right. like saucy drinking Jax's champagne, right? Way, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah. like a revenge, yeah, drink. Like, it's mine now. Um, but yeah, so they, you know, he's in the kitchen. He's about to sit down. He's like, "Do you want anything?" She says, "For you to die." And actually, in this setting, it's so much less dramatic than the trailer. It's just like. It's very matter of fact and just, yeah. She's just like, I hate you. Yeah. But in the trailer, it's like, for you to die. Yeah, I know because <laughs> they because ha- they have the music. They end on that. Yeah, it, it, yeah. She goes for you to die, and then he. It's like to see this in the context of the scene. Now he goes, well, that's inevitable, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she's like. Where you, what did she say? Like you, she were goes, you... how was Raquel's last night? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I wasn't at Raquel's. I was at Schwartz's. And then she goes, well, you were doing mutual masturbation at Schwartz's <laughs> this whole time. So that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. Yeah. And then he gets himself a squirt. Yes. Um, which I wrote down every time he had a squirt. There's like five times. <laughs> this was the first time I ever saw him with a squirt because it was in that that mid-season trailer yeah and so i i'd never seen him with one before but now we know <laughs> it's his favorite it's part of his midlife crisis something changed i mean it's <laughs> i don't think it's a coincidence that he started drinking squirt and then diet this all squirt. Yeah, diet squirt and this all happened around the same time <laughs> i mean that's just too that can't be a coincidence you should look into that on a molecular level he really hated turning 40 yeah which it's funny because i feel like there's been such a conversation online about him lying about his age or whatever and now it's like well he said it out loud that yeah, he's, he's older yeah. than 40 right so he's he's saying he's 41 I, i'm uh-huh. assuming he had a birthday already yeah. no, no 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 he might even be 42 because okay. I, I don't know but 40 hit him like a ton of bricks yeah I'm hoping Not surprising. i don't i'm hoping i don't have a 40 crisis i'm coming up in three years okay. on on the 40 zone and i just do not want to act like tom sandoval when i'm 40 yeah maybe I'll, you should start drinking squirt now i was just gonna say <laughs> i don't mind starting a squirt journey at 40 <laughs> i can make that my drink of choice but i do not want to do some of the things he's done in his life no <laughs> um oh uh, uh, okay megan we, just gave us an update that uh tom sandoval's wikipedia says that he's 39 and every article about him like page six or whenever they report on him they say he's 39 <laughs> and he's been 39 for like four years i think he is 42 or his birthday's okay. in july so i don't know what we're going to be doing for his birthday but we'll <laughs> let you guys know tentative plans in july yes we already said that we're going to have a house party at james's house if he moves in in july oh yeah because he true. has a pool i don't think sandoval will want to go <laughs> well, to james's house you know never say never they're gonna be in the. Uh, they're gonna be filming James's new beautiful house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get invited to that, there's a chance that they they will be filming, and maybe I don't know if we want to be the people who bridges the gap to get Sandoval there. Yeah. 
we probably don't want that responsibility. Yeah, right? that's intense. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, who would do that? I bet Jack. <laughs> yeah, maybe at see you next Tuesday. Yes. So uh, my feelings are, which sorry to break up the you know our flow, but the only way to get Sandoval back, and we do need him in season eleven. I know people are like fire him. I I, yeah. I, I know Ariana wants him fired. I yeah. totally understand why she wants him fired. I, I yeah. totally get it. But this show, <laughs> you know, we need to see the aftermath of mm-hmm. this, more of this. Like mm-hmm. we have to see. We've seen people's aftermaths in the past we've seen people deal with the worst shit in the world we have to see this yeah but i no one is going to film with him except schwartz right that's why you need Jax and Brittany. you know Jax will go to sandoval's house the minute he's back on camera and say dude tell me everything yeah and like Jax could be the bridge back to start like if Jax invites sandoval to a party and he invites the other cast members maybe there'd be you know organic ways for sandoval to still be you know on yeah. the show um, I know Jax, you know, he always hates Sandoval, but I think if the producers are like, that's your role, we need you to, oh, you know, get would, the guys together again. He would do it like, in two seconds. Okay, he, fine. Would, he would love to have the uh, superiority over Sandoval now and have mm-hmm. Sandoval come to him hat in hand, you know, and then Jax gets <laughs> to lord over him finally. Yeah. So, um, no, that would be very interesting. Um, oh, I was just going to ask when you said Ariana says uh, Sandoval gives her the ick. Yeah, um, that makes sense, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she I is think now she's finally turned the corner and is like, "Oh, you suck so bad. You're not cool at all. You're a liar, and I don't. I'm not impressed anymore." Yeah, he. I mean yes i mean the way she views him now like i can't see sandoval in the way i ever saw him previously yeah ever again i don't think well it's crazy we'll get into the details but she um i think some of it's on watch happens live and some of it was on the episode but she essentially cops to the fact that you know she defended him about everything including miami girl i was stunned by that um you know because he says to Sheena, I'm jumping ahead, but she's known the whole time the truth about that situation, um, which she, Ariana, confirms. Yeah, he told me, but we weren't exclusive yet. So I just wanted, I didn't want everyone to think the worst of him. So, so we they, just lied. And I feel like there's so many things like they did that to Kristen. Yeah. she They did that. Like, I think there were so many things that she was just publicly defending him on but, that... You know, of course, that's why she feels even worse now that um, she was made to look a fool because she's like, I went along with you this whole time to try and make you look good. And then like you make me look like an asshole. Um, But it's interesting that she's been privy to his behavior in so many different ways. And she still was cool with it. The Miami girl revelation to me was shocking. I just I just saw I just watched that watch what happens live this morning and i was like stunned i was like oh he actually had sex with miami girl i didn't think he did yeah i like i believed him so that like good liar theory is actually true he was lying his ass off when he was like you were there Jax. where were you (laughs) like when he said that Jax wasn't in the room there Mm -hmm. and like he couldn't like i actually believed it and the way ariana and him laughed at miami girl and laughed when she said like that his uh, penis was four and a half inches you remember (laughs) like I can't believe that they just lied their way through that. Yeah, it's insane. Um, 
yet again, Jax, uh, <laughs> he Jax always was, spills the tea. So Jax actually was in the room. Like, he, he was in the room yeah. while Sandoval was making love to Miami girl. Oh. I'm just, I'm still kind of shocked by that. I can't believe it was actually true. Yeah, yet again, Kristen is vindicated. Kristen, this, um, was, this was such an amazing episode for Kristen. I mean, if this doesn't get her back on season 11, I, I don't know, what, I won't know what to think. I mean, yeah. It was so powerful. Well, I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to their intense conversation. Um, he's basically saying, she's like, why don't you just apologize? You still haven't apologized for what you've done. And he's like, he essentially says that she gets mad when he apologizes. Which he just, the whole episode keeps being like, making the onus on everyone else of just like, well, you didn't seem like you wanted to know that yeah. I was cheating or like I tried to break up with you, but you or, wouldn't let me. Or when I said I was going <laughs> to Schwartz's, why didn't you just follow me there and, you know, and figure it out? It was yeah. like he has the, cra- the craziest excuses for like how she should have found out that he was cheating on her when she just took she just trusted him. Yeah. She took his, you know, his loyalty to her for granted completely. Right. Um, she says, you know, she loved him when he had nothing. She's like, you were wearing skinny jeans and combat boots. You drove a 1997 Honda Civic. Um, she's like, you just want someone to gas you up. And then she says that Raquel is searching for identity in men. Yeah. She has none of her own. Yeah. And uh, that, that I thought that was interesting. Me too. And, I mean, it strikes true to me that that is the case because I really don't know who Raquel is independent from her, like, seeking Schwartz or seeking Sandoval or when she was, you know, uh, in a relationship with James. Right. Like, I don't see this like a vibrant personality on her own right. so i think that ariana is definitely right about that i for was sure. uh i saw a clip of andy on a podcast talking about you know the how far raquel has come you know just a few seasons ago she was just having a puppy party that no one wanted to come to she didn't have that much to say she wasn't much of a character cut to this season she's has a love triangle with the two main characters andy called them principals oh yeah uh, principal and cast the, that she had become a principal and so i'm like okay that's good lingo now we know yeah when did he say that he was on a podcast um i forget which one but i saw a clip on tiktok um and he was just saying it's amazing how he thinks that she had a thirst for that principal location or yeah. position yeah um and that she was overwhelmed by the need to rise through the ranks and so like that's why she was so committed to like the schwartz thing yeah and was so interested in possibly having a relationship with sandoval yeah i mean honestly for how much we talk about that she's an idiot or whatever she did that <laughs> did she did what she became the star of the season for better or for worse yeah, I mean, the, the star, yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, I mean, I guess doing the worst thing that we could ever imagine does make you the focal point. Yeah. I'm sure she wishes, she would, you know, take it back, I assume, you know, I at this point. Wouldn't. You don't think? I think she would have done everything the same? I mean, even, I guess she hadn't had too much time to process how bad it was no. going to get, but mm-hmm. on this episode, she's like, I'm jumping ahead, but Tom's like, 
we belong in hell or like cheers to being in hell where we belong. And she's like, I don't think we actually belong in hell. Like she's still in the, like we didn't do anything wrong mode, which is insane. She, well, she hadn't checked her social media yet. That was the Saturday, <laughs> you know, that it had only been one day of Scandaval. And then she must've checked her phone after they Sandoval left. And then that's when she completely stopped filming for the rest. Yeah. Of the- <laughs> they were like, she walked into the sea. She's never to <laughs> she be seen again. It's weird. Well, this, this fight that we're, you know, talking about between not fight conversation between Sandoval and Ariana was had all of the emo like all of the emotions I guess that you that uh, could happen in a conversation about you know cheating like it had the you know anger obviously that Ariana felt mm-hmm. Sandoval had anger back towards her mm-hmm. then it had this uh, just you know powerful climax where they were. Um, where Ariana just finally let her anger out and just was, you know, so sad about yeah. everything. And, like, I felt so, so bad for her. I mean, I don't know if there's, like, anything to get in the specifics of the fight other than it was beautiful. I mean, he said he lo- he said he was losing his mojo. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he quickly, he says, um, I don't know how it happened. It just happened, which I feel like is the most... Um, classic line of someone who has cheated. I feel yeah. like that's always what someone ends up saying. And deep connection too, I think is another yeah. like cliche of what you say. Totally. When and then um, he's like, me and Raquel have become really good friends. And that's when Ariana's like, I don't give a fuck about fucking Raquel, which I knew exactly why she popped off because it's like, don't tell me about the two of you. Like yeah. you can't put me and Raquel in a sentence together and expect like not expect her to freak the fuck out. It's like I don't want to think about yes. you and Raquel as like a pair. Yeah, and I also thought it was like just stop. Ta- like I care about you. Like I care about what you did to me in this. Like right. stop bringing up Raquel. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Like she your actions. Kept bringing up. Yeah. To her and to Schwartz, and just like irrelevant, irrelevant. That's like not the point. Um, and that's when she's like, your friendship is bullshit. And that's when he gets really fired up and he's like, no, it's not. And then he keeps saying, you know, everything. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean? He is. He has been so offended these last five years or however long he's saying it, that Ariana does not respect his takes on things. <laughs> The, the man with the most takes in the world who wants to have an opinion on everything and provide words of wisdom to everyone. Ariana has not found any of those gems to be, to have merit. So he's really, he's, I think he's condemning her holier than thou attitude towards mm-hmm. him. You know, everything like Sandoval knows nothing. And he says it again, like he, this episode, it's like, he doesn't feel respected. Ariana is smarter than him. You know, I think that's just like, that's that's like an objective truth right? yeah and so he just really fell for someone she says it right she's like you need someone to gas you up you got a little bit of money i like when she said yeah. that you got a little bar yeah you got a little band yeah and now you need someone who's gonna treat you like a you know like a king or whatever yeah. which is exactly true yeah exactly right yeah um <laughs> and then yeah he like you said I lost all my mojo, which is such a funny thing to say. Um, And then uh, he said, once I turned 40, I was like, this can't be the rest of my life. Um, And she keeps like taunting him throughout. She's like, get your mojo back. Fuck my friend. Fuck my friend. Like she really got him. um, And uh, he's trying to say his thing again of, 
I can count the number of times you've apologized in the last few months on one hand. And she's like, the last few months? She's like, you've been fucking Raquel for the last few months. So what the fuck are you talking and about? And what, what did she have to apologize for the last <laughs> months? Is Ariana doing things that like really, right. really offend him? I right. mean, I guess when she doesn't stick up for him, it, when he's like trying to fight with Katie's mom, right. you know, like what? Yeah, what does she have weird, to apologize? It felt for? irrelevant and canned because he has already said that exact sentence. Yeah, um, he he like um, he doesn't want to tell Ariana that he's in love with Raquel, like because he knows, you know, that would like hurt her so much. He's not trying to like hurt her horribly, yeah. but the thing he's keeping in his back pocket through this whole conversation is that this is born out of love you know i mean he says deep connection or whatever he's trying to justify it yeah but i don't think he's saying specifically like raquel and i are going to continue a relationship and we're in love he's like kind of right. uh steering the conversation around that fact yeah he says at one point like it wasn't about fucking it was about a connection which yeah. is also like dude i don't want to know um <laughs> and yeah. then she's like when are you going to see her again? And he immediately answers tomorrow. It's like, can you lie? Like what's wrong with you? And she says that. Yeah. She's like, are you going to hug and kiss? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's keeping <laughs> it a little aloof. He's like, I don't know if we're going to hug and kiss. Like just say no, you fucking idiot. Like yeah. what's wrong with you? He, I mean, he's, he's in love brain or whatever, you know, like he is, he's fully thinks this Raquel relationship is the best thing that's ever happened to him. He's trying to, I, I honestly don't know, like he, he does cry here, you know, he starts to break yeah. down, which anybody would the yeah. way, like, you know, I thought it was so sad. Yeah. Like Ariana stops being angry and she's just like, I would have followed you anywhere. Yeah. That and, was really sad. Like so sad and that does break him down but i feel like he is so over the relationship in his head and he's already moved on emotionally to raquel that he's he it didn't even actually impact him as much as it should have hearing that from him but she really she says you what did she say you're worth nothing nothing." remember those words remember that i told you that yeah the person what did you say? Like the person who loved who, you. Yeah. Um, and she said her, uh, I regret ever loving you. Yes. Any last words before we never speak again? Probably. Uh, I already said it, but I think that's like the most like poetic, powerful yeah. end to the, to a conversation I've ever heard. Yeah. When I think it's when uh, she says you're worth nothing. Um, he gulps. And yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. Is this Tom Sandoval audibly gulped? <laughs> he like swallowed what she said. Like, yeah, he was for, like, for real. <laughs> um, and then as the scene ends, the song says, I don't remember how it goes, but it's, our love turned to rust, yeah. broken hearts to dust. <laughs> <laughs> dust to dust. That's yeah. right, recurring theme. So that was... Um, I mean, amazing that we got to see that conversation. On, I on like camera. literally cried. Yeah. Um, it was so sad and so real. Yes. Um, it was giving indie drama. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I want to see this movie. I love movies like that. Yeah. It was giving all stages of grief too. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say earlier when I couldn't like, say anything, Oscars but it was like all around. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just Ariana couldn't be said more how she handled herself in that conversation was just like amazing. Yeah, and it's insane that seeing how wrong it felt 
that he was in the house that day, yeah. knowing that they're still sharing the house today in May. Right. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's so wild. I mean, they're like, yeah, they're still living together as of now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I assume that because Ariana said on Watch What Happens Live, they don't speak at all. They always have a go between. They need to do a summer house style camera and oh they're right they now. They should. Yeah. Uh, would watch, would subscribe. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding? That'd be, that'd be the <laughs> But I assume thing. that, you know, he's touring. She's mm-hmm. working a lot. So mm-hmm. I assume they're just never home anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then we get to Schwartz's apartment we see Butters or Butcher. We can never decide what his name is, but um, <laughs> Sandoval comes over and Schwartz gave me a lol. He said, look who it is, the most reviled man in America. <laughs> he, he gave me 10 laugh out louds this episode. I know I know Schwartz is in the doghouse, but, <laughs> but when Sandoval comes in and Schwartz says, there he is, the most reviled man in America, I was like, wow, that is amazing. He has a way with words. That was like what he put a perfect, uh, added, you know, struck the perfect note right when Sandoval enters. And he is so upset. I mean, I'm just saying generally over this, he is so mad at sandoval because their business yeah. is in shambles like this whole scene is like the destruction of schwartz and sandy's you know yeah and he's like uh sandoval it seems like he thinks that because he's so upset that he's like surely schwartz will be the one to yeah. you know c- comfort me and commiserate and he's giving him a hug but schwartz is like so over it like he clearly is like all right can we wrap this up i don't really want to hug you while you're crying i feel like the only one that maybe would possibly be willing to do that is like sandoval's mom yeah. <laughs> or like uh, you, raquel herself but. so what do you think about that level of emotion like you know he definitely tur- like if he was emotional during the ariana conversation like at a four out of ten yeah he brought a a seven or an eight out of 10 yeah. to Schwartz. Do you think, is there some, you know, is he being a little manipulative there being a little performative? Do you think? Maybe. That? Yeah. And then he did it like to a level 10 at Lisa. I was saving it. <laughs> yeah. I want we'll to make room. <laughs> I want to make room on that dial for the Lisa one, that which was like, was nuts. Um, so Schwartz is just, yeah. Schwartz is like comforting. But like you said, he's kind of like, dude, you fucked up really bad. Like this is very yeah. bad. You don't, I don't think Sandoval has really seen social media at this point either. Right. And Schwartz is like, dude, yeah. it is bad. 4.8. <laughs> stars on yelp to one yeah. star in a day yeah uh i wrote down schwartz has the ick <laughs> schwartz has got the ick i mean we uh, we all have the ick it's like yeah. hard not to see sandoval in this new horrible light even though yeah know. he's also since he's usually so put together like and like stylized when he's like down in the dumps and just like not putting on a performance of his look it's like extra bleak yes for <laughs> sure yeah and then and then schwartz <laughs> schwartz is like i'm not gonna kick you and you're down because schwartz cannot you know yeah. he's like 
he is so nice to everyone i'd say apart from katie he like cannot yeah. be mean to anyone but katie yeah you know or we uh, unless we don't see this like mean spirit to other people but he is he's like i'm not gonna kick you while you're down because you know sandoval's crying to him and he's like you had a game plan and you just didn't put it in motion <laughs> like, yeah that's, that's a just really interesting way to put it so disappointed what this game plan i would have loved to see them working this thing up sandoval telling schwartz like okay this is the game plan okay i'm already cheating on ariana i love raquel i'm not gonna break up with ariana yet because she's so depressed but i will do it then and then ariana said which we keep just sprinkling watch what happens live that he wanted to go on winter house uh without breaking up with ariana right. because he wanted he to look be like the a good guy yeah which yeah. is like whoa if that's i love like that winter house came up i know that um, was awesome <laughs> and then we, he ended up not going right that's he didn't happened. go. Schwartz yeah. went in Schwartz. the midst of Scandal. Yeah. Schwartz just shows it was up like to Winter right House. Then, like it was like a week later. Or now something. that I'm caught up on Winter House, like, I can't wait oh my to God, watch that's that. That's gonna be huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's saying Sandoval's like every time I try to tell her, I got the vibe she didn't want to know, and it's like, yeah, no shit, she doesn't want to know. Like, what are you talking about? Because every time I try to tell her, I got this vibe that she didn't want to know. <laughs> it's like a vibe that she didn't want to know that you're gonna break up with her. Yes, anyone would have that vibe. That's not an excuse for not doing it at all yeah he's he also has varying degrees of what he says to different people like that's he says yeah i got the sense that she didn't want to hear it to schwartz but then he'll say something else to sheena like yeah you know it's he, he, he can't even just say exactly the three things that made him not want to do right. it. right you know yeah um he's talking again about their deep connection then yes. they go through some timeline they mention the guys night at the mondrian um the Abbey uh, comes up. Which well, then, then he says, but then he says nothing happened after guys night, which I think we like, know it right. did. He then, he did admit that it was after guys night that they drove over and had sex in the car. And right. then he went home to Ariana. But yeah, and then the Abbey, I think he's talking about the same Abbey that they were dancing. And so Allie yeah. did catch. I know. Isn't that start- insane? That's like the, one of the first bits of tea we got mentioning this whole thing um, was the night. Like she like got it right and, and and he kept saying why would we ever do that we know everyone there and they <laughs> were actually taking shots and they kissed wait like where in front of everyone at the abbey if i would have seen that i would come what the hell is happening seriously like how were there no like it's interesting there were no like fans the abbey there is or... so packed yeah were they where were they like yeah. where at the abbey did they share this kiss that he said was so he was so shocked that anyone could ever imagine that they would do something maybe they went to the staff bathroom Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe um, passion struck them just like yeah. Jackson Lorley. <laughs> He's saying he felt something he hadn't felt in a really long time. Um, and then they do something I feel like they haven't done in a long time. They they give Jax a playback. You are right. They said <laughs> Jax is back. They give this beautiful thing where if when i heard Jax originally say that i was like this hating guy who just hates ariana sandoval's pure beautiful yeah. love and it like, turns their out, relationship is a facade he says yeah he said he said and then he explains what a facade is he's like it's ugly on the outside but it looks or no, no ugly on the inside but it looks beautiful on the outside but yeah they gave Jax's due they they are actually acknowledging that Jax was a cast member on the show yeah they don't blur his face out or whatever you know yeah and they show him again later um, they show Stassi begging Jax to tell her about Miami Girl. Yes. And she's like, stop, like, uh, 
defending him or stop, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. And covering, he's like, yeah. covering for him. And he's like, I can't throw him under the bus. Um, so that was fun and to have a um, Stassi clip as that, well. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, they really, they, they gave us everyone in the yeah. past. I mean, oh man, yeah. oh, what season 11 could be. Like, it's yeah. just, um, he, um, he says, uh, he's, he's like complaining about zero intimacy, which he has said a hundred <laughs> times that they don't have sex. Yeah. And he goes, the only, disgusting the only detail. time I can get off is when I'm watching porn in your bathroom, he says. No, he didn't say in Schwartz's <laughs> bathroom, but he says, I watch porn, you know, in the bathroom. Why did he have to tell us that? I think he has, you know, obviously different ways of saying it to the different people in his life and schwartz gets like the <laughs> the nitty-gritty you know i have had way too many conversations about sandoval masturbating i'm just sick of it yeah and then uh schwartz is also this entire time he's only thinking about um schwartz and sandy's he goes can you please do a post and say that i'm not complicit in this right now please like save our business right yeah. now so schwartz was actually the instigator for that first public yeah apology statement right. it's schwartz's fault that right. the first thing he did was uh apologize to the restaurant to the business and instead schwartz of ariana yeah schwartz didn't tell that to ariana in their later scene oh. ariana's like he apologized to the business before me but schwartz is the one who got him to do that yeah she's even i mean yeah we'll talk about that scene later yeah, but she's course. actually not uh particularly pissed off at schwartz but today oh yeah she i think fucking hates him yeah yeah uh Katie and her and Ariana seem to be fully convinced that Schwartz just knew the entire time. Yeah. The, the entire, no, no mystery, no yeah. one night stand. Right. This is an active affair. He probably said once every month or two months to Sandoval, hey man, when are you going right. to end this, you know, Ariana thing and go with Raquel? Yeah, because yeah. they all hang out. Yeah. Like all the time. I mean, that's definitely Occam's razor. Yeah. The that's the simplest explanation. Then giving Schwartz all this credit, <laughs> like, oh, he knew once and then it never happened again. And then mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, I know he knew. He was probably every once in a while nudging Sandoval to like, you know, break up with Ariana or or yeah. break up with Raquel. And Sandoval just let it run on way too long because he wanted to go on Winter House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The winter house, summer house structure strikes again. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we're back at Ariana's house. She's surrounded by all of her friends. They show her kitty. Is that what their cat's name is? Kitty? Oh, I don't know. It's you, like something generic like that. You like have such good pet radar. Kitty. Okay. But yeah, I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sheena, Sheena arrives. Oh my and God. It's sobbing. She's instantly sobbing. I was like, I was thinking like in terms of who was affected the most by Scandaval, it's Ariana number one. Yeah. Number two is Sheena. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> She's more affected by far than Sandoval, than Raquel, than Schwartz, yeah. obviously than Katie. Sheena took this so hard yeah well she was like very involved in so many ways and then her scene later with sandoval i thought to be so heartbreaking sheena brought it i mean we'll get into it but just a teaser for the future sheena brought it like no other that conversation was almost as uh powerful and beautiful as ariana and sandoval's yeah sheena has all of this accrued history 14 years of friendship and she is just like all of us she cannot understand how sandoval could do this did she ever really know him right yeah yeah no, so it's so sad so the the 
group <laughs> assembles. They're all huddled. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> We're all huddled over here. Yeah, and uh, she does quickly say that LVP offered her a place to stay. Do you think she meant at Villa Rosa? Or do you think she has like a spare condo? Or do you think she meant like the office above the Sir Kitchen? I was thinking the yeah I was thinking the office above the Sir Kitchen. I was thinking maybe the theater room. I was worried. I hope that she doesn't offer her the shed that you and I record our Patreon <gasps> no, we episodes need in. That. Because, yeah, could you imagine if we show up the day to record, we crawl through the fence, and Ariana is just taking over the space? She's like, "Pack your shit. There's a new bitch in town." Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, when Sheena walks in and she's devastated, she's sobbing. She gives you know her the wine bottle offering. She she's like, "Who are they, Raquel and in Sandoval?" And Ariana says, "Evil people, evil, insidious people." I was insidious. like, "I love that." I mean, there's so much correct. talk of evil and hell yeah. and insidious in this episode. I was like, "Wow, they're really like." capturing the vibe of what we all felt my like brain hell. flashed that red man from insidious the movie the, oh, like, red never, devil i've never seen insidious <laughs> it's good is there a devil in it yeah <gasps> is it like a little boy in insidious um it's well the yes there is a little boy in it and then um if i remember correctly it's something about like patrick wilson is a dad and he has to like follow him into like in his like sleep paralysis into hell or something oh, like wow. that um, I remember thinking it was really good. Um, I, it, it's very well regarded as a horror movie. I've never seen it. Um, well, yeah, we should watch it. But I was thinking, <laughs> I like Patrick Wilson. Me too. I think he's really underrated. I love the movie Little Children. And uh-huh. if he put on a mustache and put on a black wig, <gasps> and there was ever a movie Tom about Tom <laughs> Sandoval, then I think Patrick Wilson would do okay. But he's too good of a singer. Who? Patrick so Wilson. he couldn't recreate bad singing. <laughs> well, maybe he could. Is Patrick Wilson a good singer? He's like a Broadway what actor? Yeah, I love Patrick Wilson. Me too. He has like hidden depth. Number one hottie for me. So, but wait, you don't agree with me <laughs> that if he had a well, mustache maybe because he black... has the vocal range, he can yes. do an impression of good, Sandoval's vocals. Good singers, I think, can fake bad sing. Yeah, bad singers can't fake mm-hmm. good singing, or else they'd be doing it all the time. All right. Well, maybe... Uh, you don't think Patrick Wilson would be good as Sandoval? Probably not. Wait, that's a good Watch What Happens Live. Um, what do they do? Play Like Playhouse, Clubhouse Theater, where they have Clubhouse someone... Um, oh, yeah. They if, put on like a shitty wig and do read a scene. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's done that. He's been on the show before. Patrick Wilson has? I think so. Amazing. We have you ever seen up. the movie Little Children? Yeah. One of the best movies, in my opinion. Is that... Um, who directed that? Um, uh, our... Tar? favorite man the tar man, <laughs> the, is tar man. the tar man i know his name and uh, it, todd field yep 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 yes yeah remember what happened to jackie earl haley that wonderful man who's in little children <laughs> <laughs> he was in watchmen which yeah. was like and patrick wilson's in watchmen <sighs> right this is yes yes he plays that one guy in it yes <laughs> they show his butt jackie yeah jackie earl oh and they have that sex scene with uh, yeah. him in that um Whatever that uh, person's name is. <laughs> Such a tangent. I'm like, did you guys uh, like our Jackie Earl Haley minute? <laughs> what the Wasn't hell happened? To- nominated? What the hell happened to Jackie Earl Haley? Where'd he go? If you guys don't know Jackie <laughs> Earl Haley, look him up and watch Little Children. And a- tell me, please, if you think Patrick Wilson with black hair and a mustache could play a little older Sandoval. He could play 40. Or you think he's 50. He's old. He's a little older, but whatever. 
Um, okay. Hey, you know who he's married to? Wait, do you watch Succession? Oh, yeah, hell <laughs> okay. yes, I do. Let's talk about the Succession oh, in it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Only oh, two Jer- episodes remain. You think Jeremy Strong with a mustache and black hair? Ooh, that could be good. He would do it. You know he could do it. He's method. He would have like that look in his eye. The wait, wait, wait. Devilish. Jeremy Strong could be Sandoval in two seconds. Yeah, that would be good. Better than Patrick Wilson? It would be probably more interesting. Yes. It depends what we're going for. Patrick Wilson's a little more camp. Patrick Wilson is more camp. But um Jeremy Strong would bring it. He'd be yeah, studying. It would, be, it would be an emotional core. He would have already watched ten seasons. The minute he was <laughs> offered the role, he would have watched ten seasons of Vanderpump Rules to repair. He'd be like, this makes sense dramaturgically. Dramaturgically, <laughs> I want to play this man. He would be at Sandoval's house studying him. Anyway, we don't have to just talk about this hypothetical movie that Amy and I are Wait, writing. But Patrick Wilson is married to what's is her name Paulina, the like PR woman that's always with like Jerry and everybody on the plane. You know, I'll admit I don't know who that is. She's the woman, she's on the plane when spoiler, you know what happens on the plane. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, are, the woman that's like we need to draft up a response. Oh, he's married to her? Yeah. So Everything we're talking about, except <laughs> how Vanderpump Rules is connected in any way. Everything Patrick Wilson and Succession related is related. Yes. But this has n- absolutely no merit <laughs> to a Vanderpump Rules discussion. We couldn't be on more of a tangent right now. Like, I'd, I'm i like lost and there's no way home. I There's no breadcrumbs for has, us to return. Has anyone, has anyone ever come up with a good answer yet of who would play Sandoval in like, the Lifetime movie? I, I haven't. Timothy Chalamet is too young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think Timothy Chalamet could bring it. Yeah, I don't think him. I don't think Chalamet could bring it either. I don't think he could capture. Yeah, Sandoval's he has too much joie essence. de vivre. Yeah, um, it needs to be someone like a little like sadder. Who the hell? Well, let us know. I mean, whatever on Instagram or TikTok, let us know who you think actually should be Tom Sandoval. I'm sure it's already been discussed, but yeah. Patrick Wilson, Jeremy Strong, <laughs> any of those. All right. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, where the hell were we in this episode? Okay. Uh, evil people. Evil. Insi- evil people. These are, evil. Insidious. People. Ariana goes. These are evil people. Evil. Insidious people. And yeah. Sheena really puts it into perspective for a second. She goes, <laughs> "It's not just like an oops, we kissed on acid at Coachella, which is like okay, so yeah. specific. That's in the realm. Like that's exactly what that Brock seems like did. Something happened Brock, before. Brock, Brock uh, was blindfolded at Coachella <laughs> on acid, and he <laughs> yeah. accidentally kissed like Sheena's friend." or something yeah. it's so funny thinking about again we always talk about how drugs are just like the unspoken additional they, character they on moved the show. out of their coke era and now it's like mushrooms and acid era yeah they're into like party drugs yeah. um but it's funny it's funny like i can't imagine sheena doing acid or molly she, she, or mushrooms or anything but i think that she does i was gonna say i don't think she does you don't think she does she does not Maybe strike not me as after someone being a mommy. Yeah, she doesn't strike me as someone who wants to be out of control. Like mm-hmm. would trust herself to be mind altered. In my opinion, yeah. I mean, besides drinking, but if Sheena's a secret mushroom taker, like she's like dropping <laughs> I said mushroom head. If she's a mushroom, head, <laughs> if she's secretly dropping capsules of mushrooms every day, I would be so shocked. And Maybe I would she be, microdoses. She could. I don't even imagine Sheena's like a weed smoker. Yeah, I know. Well. That's a um, question we can ask. Who? <laughs> Sheena. When? When we see her. Sheena, do you do mushrooms? <laughs> like we we like ask this like 
this personal question about her drug use, but um, oh, then Katie arrives. I yeah. loved it. I, I was like, this is so amazing. The whole time I'm watching this episode, I'm just like, I am oh so shocked this is real. That it's was the my big guns. It's like, yeah, it feels very much like we won a prize and they made yes. um, like a mega version it's like the super bowl episode you're you're exactly right that's what it is <laughs> never have we gotten something like this a full episode dedicated to all we want to know about that was filmed afterwards like it's just yeah. amazing and we didn't even have to wait that long no every scene was powerful <laughs> and they left us enough drama in between to keep us satiated for the banshees yeah you know <laughs> i did like the um sheena's like I think we can agree to put our shit or beef aside for the day. Um, yeah. Sheena, that was like, that was iconic of Sheena. She offers her a huge glass of wine and goes, <laughs> I think we can agree to put our shit away. And then, uh, Katie, uh, admits that they haven't seen each other since Sheena's wedding yeah. seven months the or lobby. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so then we start getting into the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so it turns out that the sex video was, recorded the night before the tom tom uh yep concert yep yep he, he uh sandoval's like if you'll excuse me schwartz i'd like to use your restroom <laughs> and then he hears the sound of a mutual you know uh, mutual masturbation session in his bathroom disgusting but- wait i also <laughs> we I think we kind of already touched on this, but I'm obsessed that he was like, I would normally delete something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for telling us. Yeah. We like breezed over that. It That was an like ironically funny line that he didn't think was funny in any way, but he's like, I normally would delete a, a, you know, sex <laughs> video that, that I recorded. nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you think if we're believing the theory that Schwartz fully knows, then I guess he doesn't even have to be that, discreet at schwartz's apartment right. it's basically a place where he it's could like go free and free zone do whatever he wants um international waters and um, then maybe schwartz is so like appalled because he's just like hey our business can't go down in flames because of both of us we need one <laughs> clear conscience you know right. innocent person even though he is complicit in this whole thing but yeah. they have a strategy where it's like okay we can still support schwartz yeah i keep seeing stuff online about um that Schwartz and Sandy's is failing as a business and they don't make any money. Do you think that's true? Well, here's what I'll say full. Like this is, we've been there multiple times. I've been there multiple times. Uh, I've seen it packed to the gills. Mm -hmm. I've seen it 99% capacity. Like I've seen it looking like junkyard dog on a Wednesday when (laughs) we're hosting a watch party. I've also seen it on 11 PM on a Saturday night with four people there and there were literal crickets yeah. And it smelled like like sewage water. I think I told you. And like flies were buzzing around it. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Then Jax yeah. just said in a podcast uh, with Heather McDonald, I think it was, yeah. which it, that clip was amazing. Yeah. Um, and he said, Jax will just, he, if you get Jax anywhere with a microphone, he will say yeah. the, anything. Yeah. And he said, he said, she said, I've heard that Schwartz and Sandy's is doing good. Exactly what you yeah. just said. Jax goes, I went there on a Thursday. There were five people there. Why was he there? I don't know, but I heard that he was there and he was loudly talking about like Sandoval and like Why talking about the bar. Go? And he said that he well, said, I guess that, he's still close with Schwartz, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like trying to support Schwartz, but I'm sure Schwartz didn't love that. He just <laughs> slandered his bar that no one goes there. What would you do if you walked in and Jax was there? That's insane. Well, I've never wanted to be somewhere more on a Thursday night than I ever have in my life that he went we there. Need, but like an alert because I can get there. We could walk there right now in 
It would be like a 30-minute walk, but we could walk. Well, if you ever wanted to peak in a time <laughs> when it was like a possible vibrant time, peak anytime you wanted, I would race over the, the fastest you know, ever. <laughs> but then also Jack said, you know, this is pertinent, I think, to your question, but he said that Greg and Brett yeah. absolutely hate Sandoval. They want to buy him out. I they, believe it. Yeah, me too. So Jax was just like there, just like um, saying everything, you know. I mean, he'd be so lucky if they did buy him out. Like, yeah. but then would they have to call it something else? Schwartz and <laughs> Greggies. Schwartz and Greggies. Oh, I really like that. I mean, I obviously would be more of a fan of it if it highlighted Greg. Man, such an Tom absence. Tom and Greg, like succession. Tom and Greg. That's great too. Got to crack a few. Gre- Greg to make a Tomlet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's we're, we'll keep thinking of hypothetical names for when Sandy's is removed off of that bar. But just to answer your question, I don't think Schwartz and Sandy's is doing that well. But not because of Scandival. I think if yeah. anything, Scandival Helped promoted it. it. He gave yeah. them business. But I think that's probably wavering a little bit. And the, just the original premise of Schwartz and Sandy's that it would appeal to like Bravo heads, but in Los Feliz. Yeah. And I just think that the original concept is probably starting to, to mm-hmm. flounder a little bit. If they put some TVs up and did some screening nights, they would be smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That would get people there. Um, okay. So back to the timeline. Um, there, uh, she uh, Ariana is saying that she was asking Raquel for details. She was saying, if you ever mm-hmm. gave a crap about me at all, you're going to tell me what happened, when it happened. I'm imagining Raquel on that phone call, like oh getting God. that call from Ariana and Ariana's like, you know, screaming and crying at you to like tell her the truth. Like how did Raquel handle that conversation? Oh my God. Well, <laughs> when uh, Sheena talks about how Raquel told her, cause they were together when Ariana called yes. Raquel, Sheena's like, Oh, um, I had a se- I'm having a seven months long affair with Sandoval and Ariana just found out. So she called me like, so like blase. Yeah. And Sheena goes, <laughs> what? Like the craziest bomb you could ever drop. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then, and then I guess it, we learned the detail that it happened right after like girls trip. Right. The Which timeline we've all known. Ariana seems very offended that. Raquel describes it as after girls trip because she's like what you mean to say is right after my dog died yes you know like she's like that's what you mean when you say that um and then what so she says that they fucked in her car but what night was she referring to because she says they fucked in her car that night he didn't have a key so Ariana had to let him in, but I couldn't really understand what night she was talking about. Well, it's either Mondrian or Abby. He already said on like Howie Mandel, he said after the Mon- Mondrian, Mondrian, uh-huh. he they, they they had that sunset kiss or whatever. But then I think that was totally bullshit because he actually had sex. But I think I think I guess he had sex after the Abby night. We need like a PowerPoint. I know we need someone to. Com- collect all of this information yeah he says in this episode he says nothing happened after guys night and then the abby is when the kiss happened but at one of these times he had they had sex in the car and so it's either one of those nights i have no clue somebody knows we should put together a show that is just an education on scandaval yeah i've been seeing um someone i think they sell them on etsy but i saw it on tiktok that someone made a um vanderpump rules cheat sheet 
which is funny because it's about like oh. who cheated, oh, but it's yeah. also like a little graph. And I was yeah. like, I actually should fold that up and put it in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good to know. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, Tina then sort of has her, you know, moment talking about the rage she felt, which I loved. Like yeah. Sheena's she's like, rage. I had so much rage, <laughs> rage in me. me. And and she's like, she doesn't want to say it, but you know, and I, I'll just say it for <laughs> Sheena. She socked Raquel so yeah. hard in the face. Yeah, she said, I shoved her so hard. And then she's like, I don't know if like my nails scratched her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then she said that uh, Raquel uh, called Sandoval was like, Sheena punched me. Yeah. And they were all like, boo. <laughs> yeah. They were well, like, did, like couldn't, shit? couldn't a ring on Sheena's uh, hand done that? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to like I mean, spread libel <laughs> against Sheena, but the fact that like, well, I mean, I'm just going to retract it, I guess. I, 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 I think she pushed her or whatever. But then, but later in the episode, they said that Sheena sort of brags about punching her. Yes. Yeah. When she uh, calls, uh, yeah. Raquel says that she heard the call. Or what was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was like uh, after that, uh, after Tom Tom, you know, after yeah. the event, Raquel, er, Ariana, Ariana and Tom were together in the car when she called. Sheena calls crying to both of them. Yeah. Uh, she's on speakerphone mm-hmm. and Sandoval, which we can't believe, you know, we can't believe anything he says, but he said apparently that she like bragged about, you know, punching yeah. uh, her in the face. But yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe she pushed her in a nail sort of grazed her well she yet again did her full-on oj if the glove don't fit uh defense which i saw a lot of memes about that yeah that uh, was great this time around which is very funny she said i i cannot punch <laughs> right she's like i can't make a fist she's like my nails won't let my hand go down and then she i it doesn't even really make sense what she's saying because it's like your hand in basically any formation is still... <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. As I mean, I'm a full sheeted <laughs> defender throughout this whole thing, and I'm so glad the restraining order is over. Now she can talk about it. She already admitted that she did shove her, you know, and, sho- right. and, and threw her phone or, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you can hit someone with your hand. In, yeah, like exactly what you just said. In any way, it's a slap if it's open. Yeah. It's considered a punch if you can even get your fingers together, yeah. to, you know, yeah, touch your like, palm. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, but maybe she's debating the word punch because maybe that was the legal term yeah. for what Raquel said. And so if you uh, negate that you can actually punch, yeah. then that restraining order is the defense, m- moot. It, yeah, it's irrelevant because it's not accurate, probably. We um, should have stood up in the courtroom when we were in there and said, we'd like some clarification, Your Honor, yeah. on this entire thing. Why didn't we make a... Um, why didn't we vocalize anything in the courtroom? We didn't have any freaking time. That was an open and shut case. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we were uh, at that hearing and we were one of six people, and I don't even barely remember that in my memory. Like, it's just something that just happened to us two months ago. The like, judge was like, order! <laughs> <laughs> like i just can't believe that was a part of our lives being in that that courtroom truly like, insane yeah um so katie brings up her BravoCon tea oh that was um Kate, katie is like just before you say it like katie is actually very intuitive like yeah. i made fun of her when she said she was intuitive like in the yeah. early seasons like about frank or whatever i was yeah. like katie i don't know if you're actually intuitive <laughs> but she is yeah she's got a good gauge on well, what's going she's on she's very suspicious yes. and uh doesn't like people so it works uh yes. but yeah it gives um you know 
why her, uh, Kristen and Stassi were so powerful oh. is because they're all so suspicious and judgmental yes. that they could take down any force because oh. just by asking the right questions. Yeah, they could do anything together. Their powers combined. Yeah. So she's talking about when Raquel's wearing the Tom Tom hoodie with nothing underneath. Um, she's giving Schwartz shit for it and is like, she's a fangirl. She's obsessed with you. And apparently, she said this before, but she said that Schwartz, that she said, she said to Schwartz, like, she's a fangirl, she's obsessed with you, and he said, she's not here for me, believe yeah. me. Yeah, and she, Katie took that as a coded message. She knows Schwartz speak, and she took that as a coded message to mean Raquel is there for Sandoval. Right. And she was most likely right, and then later in the episode, Schwartz denies that that's what he meant. He says, I never said that, right. So, me, which makes me think he's doesn't want to be uh, found out that he's not covering for Sandoval, that yeah. he actually sent a coded message to Katie. Because that would put Katie. the timeline back to yes. September. Yes, yes, um, exactly. But that theory strikes true to me for sure. Schwartz yeah. gave Katie a little bit of, you know. Clue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, who initiates breaking the penis flute? Um, Logan, uh, <laughs> Ariana's very good friend, her best friend, says Sheena, oh, oh, because Sheena goes, I want to break that penis flute. And he goes, I'll give you $100 right now if you break it. And then Sheena just like doesn't want to do it, I guess. So Logan does it himself. And it's a very powerful symbolic move, the yeah. shattering of that. I was shocked that he broke it so easily. I really thought it was going to be difficult. That thing broke into pieces with, yeah, very quickly. Just and, right over his knee. Yeah, that was a great way to end that scene for sure. Yeah. I loved it. Um then we cruise over to James and Allie's apartment. And it's so funny, just like scene by scene going through and just like that everyone thought that the season was over, but they just got a call like, we're coming over. Are you ready? And they just had to be ready to film again. You know? Yes. And they're all like in their like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all like veg vegged out. They totally are off this time of year yeah. this is like Everyone's not their element loungewear <laughs> yeah. yeah um james says um he is really sad he's talking about he's like i'm not even mad about raquel i'm upset about tom sandoval and then he says tom sandoval is the definition of a backstabber which th yeah i mean he is and he's like crying you know about the loss of their friendship and that he always looked up to him and you know when you go back he always was kind of his champion um sandoval, sandoval was yes uh, yeah yes he sandoval ever since that fight that they had at mixology or whatever after that sandoval is the james defender the entire time he never wavered yeah on james and then that unseen footage i was like you guys are just keeping this beautiful <laughs> footage in a vault that we never get to see where like it's sandoval saying that you know he'll always be there for james like Raquel yeah. will never. What does he say? He says like Raquel's loyal to you, and I'll be loyal to you forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, um, so sad. A waste of a friendship, I think James says. Yeah. Um. So Lala and Katie come over, which never did. I think Katie would be going to James's apartment. Um, they say hello to Mr. Banks. And then, uh, did you catch when they <laughs> said uh, your neighbor is in the hallway yeah. and he's screaming about something? I said, I think he's they, the neighbor's probably mad at production that there's yeah. a film crew right now, a bunch of cameras, people are showing up. You know, there's like PAs in the hallway. It was funny that they left that in. <laughs> no, um, it was like random. Yeah. Um, so they're talking about Lala is like going off. She says, um, 
this is obviously not the first time that Sandoval has fucked around. Um, she thinks he's been, you know, doing this with all kinds of women and that it wouldn't make sense for him for his first offense to be with someone so close to Ariana. She said, this is comfortability. Yes. Great theory. Um, You know, now we have to take what Lala says into account. She's been right, you know, for months now about this whole thing. I love that. I just realized, though, thinking about this, like, that was the only Lala we get, I think, right? Lala gets one... Oh, no, no, she's at the... Oh, no, she has an iconic scene coming up at the rooftop. I was like, I I noticed an absence of Lala, though, I guess. Uh You know, she's just not, you know, a main player in this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Um, So then they bring up uh, an old rumor that Lala calls a cold case... uh, Cold case file. Yeah, that uh, Sandoval and Billy Lee had fucked around, which I didn't remember came up at a reunion that they denied there. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, And then, you know, now there is this, you know, Billy Lee is like one of the only Tom Sandoval supporters right now. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like everything, all these rumors like start to come out or everything seems... I guess more legitimate when something like this happens. So it's like, it makes you question everything, but like, who knows? You yeah. Know? I mean, uh, yeah. Lala said the case went cold, but it don't need to be cold. No mo. She said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think I was just so shocked at the Billy Lee, you I know, know which thing we recall. Billy Lee was there at Tom Tom that yes. night that, yep. uh, Ariana found out. Yes, that was the last time we saw Billy Lee. I was also thinking that um, that night was the last time James Kennedy and Sandoval will would ever be friends. Was yeah. we saw their last night together? That's true. As friends, and we met James that night. And James was loving life with us. He was so sweet to us. Mm-hmm. Little did he know that he would never be friends with Sandoval again. So sad. Um, so then James decides to call Raquel. Very uh, like. Uh, amazing into it or uh, instincts on James. Definitely a producer brain. Yeah, for sure. He, he's just like, wouldn't it be amazing? She'll probably pick up for me if I call her. I'm going to call her in a crowded room with a bunch Why of people. Why did she answer? She, <laughs> I mean, she answers immediately. <laughs> Why I mean, would just, you answer that phone call? What do you think he's going to say to you? At this stage, I, I really think Raquel had not picked up her phone yet. And she was not on Instagram yet. This is like that's fr- that, this is a Friday night, right? This is this is the night Sandoval comes out because we see we see Sandoval and Raquel on a Saturday night. Okay, right? Is this the same day? Are have all these scenes happen the same day? No, I don't know. Okay, they didn't yeah, we don't... specify, but I feel like it all was within a day or two. Yeah, and then he yeah, and then he sort of um, what this conversation was kind of shocking to me. She answers. <laughs> Uh, she says that they're not an item, her and Sandoval. He asks, you know, clarification on their relationship. She lies. Right. Which uh, was smart of her to assume that there's probably probably cameras and people listening. Yeah. She got a question right there. Um, He goes, how do you feel that all of the people that you knew and that loved you are like now not your friend (laughs) or whatever? And, And Raquel's like, it's very eye-opening. <laughs> I like that he specifically, uh, he specified Los Angeles. He says, like, how do you feel losing every person that liked you in Los Angeles? I love that, too. And then later when Ariana's like, get out of our town. I'm like, I love this. They're claiming Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, our city. I love it. And then he starts getting fired up. Oh, and he's like, yeah. you done diddly fucked yourself. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he says that. And then he's sort of, 
yeah, he's giving her the business. He says James Kennedy strikes back. He says you gave it all up for um, Tom Sandoval's cocky cock. He says a 40-year-old stinky cock, which he's in a full-blown, like, poo-poo, cock, stinky. Something happened. Biting butts. He James is in a very, like, regressive uh, state right now. I'm not saying that, like, uh, you know, in a mean way, but yeah. something's going on with his... <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Poop like hole village. His, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. You know what I'm talking? He's like yeah. in a very like poop, poop oriented. He's in his poop era. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, yeah, James in his poop era for some reason. And then I loved an underrated funny moment is as Allie going, hang up, oh my hang God. up. Well, going, that's after he says, you're not the brightest chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not the brightest chick. And yeah, Allie's it. like waving at him from the side, like thumbs down. But she's 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 loving it a little bit. There's yeah. a smile. This is the first time now since James, she's chastised James for like, you, you know, being rude to everyone. Finally, Allie is like, okay, we yeah. can give Raquel some of the business now. Yeah. But that was a bridge too far. She's like, hang yeah. up. I did love when he first calls. She's like, I don't want to be a part of this. She's like, I'm going to the kitchen. Yeah. And the kitchen is like behind it's them. Like, like, <laughs> They're like in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Allie, you know, is not, um, you know, she's not on James's side for a lot of this, of the things that like, I think we look to James for I guess yeah. maybe it's different as a viewer yeah. than being his like girlfriend she allowed him a free pass to be a little bit of a minx here because of yeah. how bad the crimes were she, she let him be a little bit of a, a stinker yeah and then he caps it off I think with saying the smartest thing you ever did after saying you're not the brightest bulb in the tool yeah. shed because the smartest thing you ever did was being able to creep around with Sandoval for seven months which mm-hmm. you know damn yeah it's really crazy that they did it for that long. I know. Um, okay, so here we are at the most upsetting scene the, of the episode. The by far most surreal thing I've ever seen. I think in Vanderpump Why Rules. did they do this? <laughs> Why did they agree to do this? Well, uh, he, my theory is that Sandoval is so used to being on camera now 10 seasons he's a pro at reality television he thought he could pull off this scene showing that him and raquel are actually in love that this is going to be his uh what's that called his ace in the hole for how he gets out of this thing the viewers are going to see this relationship and realize it's true love and that's going to be apparent from this one scene so he has to have this scene because it's you know what I mean? Do you, like he? It's uh, yeah. It's the way he justifies his behavior, but he flops in this scene. Yeah, they both flop, and we it's know such a dud. They like I don't know. Do they think that they're like Bonnie and Clyde or something? Because watching it, you're just like yeah. Well, What's it, it, wrong it was with reported. You? It was reported at the time that Sandoval hated the scene and almost oh, quit right. filming because he wanted to do a redo because he didn't <laughs> like how it came off in the scene. And you can see it. Yeah, there's three mistakes that like Raquel <laughs> makes yeah. in this scene yeah. that like he didn't want to talk he about. Got and the he, ick. Yes, and he's smiling. <laughs> well, let's just get into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's this was surreal seeing Tom Sandoval show up in all black in that big black. <laughs> fur coat yeah. or whatever that hell that wasn't have Graham greeting Sandoval to go to Raquel's galaxy lit <gasps> oh, apartment. Yeah. I was like, damn. And Graham like loved him. Like he's like, I've known you for a year. <laughs> yeah, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it is, but just seeing, I mean, I guess it's shocking to everyone, but like seeing Sandoval and Raquel, this relationship that we haven't seen one inkling of yeah. like that we know happened and then actually seeing them together 
was just so, so jarring. Awkward. I was like, I don't know these people at yeah. all. Who is this couple? It didn't make any sense. It was so weird. Yeah. And then they quickly, they do a shot of, I believe it was like Makers. Um, yeah, I didn't know what it was. I really tried to identify it. He gets like a course and he does a shot. Yeah. Like he gets the full, Which he goes in. I love that that's one thing that this cast can agree on is that they're always just drinking at all times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he said what you, you know, you alluded to this, but he kind of, I, I'm going to give Sandoval credit. I know we hate him more than life itself. Yeah. But when you do a shot and you say to being in hell where we belong, you get points in my book for like a literary, poetic, beautiful thing to say. <laughs> Don't you think? It was good. Um, to being in hell where we belong. Yeah. But he might have, he might have, that might have been a little pre-written. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like he was trying to stage the scene yeah. of... This is how it's going to be. And then, We're entering our regret. Yeah. Our and hell then she's era. immediately like, I don't think we belong in hell. She, she fully deflates this like thing he said that he wanted to start the scene with. She could have had any thing to build on that to show remorse. She goes, I don't think we belong in hell. Just like a very <laughs> literal, boring yeah. you know, response completely to that. And she's just like so inarticulate. She's saying, I think we're two people that fucking... We're friends. <laughs> I thought what she was going to say, we're two people who are <laughs> fucking. fucking yeah. I'm like, because her, her, her uh, use of fucking in that yeah. sense was so ill. You would usually say two people that were fucking friends. <laughs> I was like, but Raquel- she said that we're fuck that fucking were friends. Yeah. Was Raquel just going to say, Tom said, we're just two friends who are fucking? I was like, that was so crazy. And then, and then uh, Sandoval, the, I, I think the reason why he already wants to redo the scene is because he's like, yeah, you know, when, when I was, like, putting you up with Schwartz or whatever, I, I couldn't imagine that he was such a fool. It's like, dude, you're sleeping on Ariana. And then, and Raquel's like, you just called me Ariana. But she's, like, not even mad. She, like, is smiling. But that's the second time this season that Raquel's been called another uh, <laughs> woman's name. Yeah, she's like, you just called me Ariana. And, and that's he it. just, like, looks like... <laughs> I, I think right then he wanted to be like bravo bravo, bravo. No, exactly he was ready to cut right then can we do it over again but he knows he's not gonna do that he's not gonna like interrupt the flow of a scene i guess yeah he knew enough to just let that like happen but it was a huge mistake to yeah. start this conversation off this is supposed to be this like we're in hell but we love each other we're bonnie and clyde just like you said and then call raquel the wrong name like just flub a lie yeah must have killed him yeah he was furious um and then he's like can we kill some of these lights so the vibe was like yeah yeah so the vibe yeah the vibe was <laughs> off he, he knew it it's <laughs> yeah. too bright in there he wants the scene to look cooler which it didn't look bright in there to start with but okay. why the hell is her like since they mentioned galaxy lights that's the theme they're all talking about him did raquel make her whole house galaxy lit <laughs> it was so. the whole place. it was insane yeah um i also wanted to mention i uh read andy cohen's book and <gasps> the whole thing yes was it great it's great oh um, wow i can't wait i listened to it which is quite enjoyable oh, i love um, audiobooks like but that. at one point he was talking about how he was trying to get his son excited for hanukkah and he was ris- uh, listing out all the presents that Ben got and one of the presents was a galaxy light but he doesn't make any mention of uh you know he didn't know yet but I'm like that needs an addendum for sure yeah (laughs) yeah what's that called when they add more you know yeah they add a new like forward or something to a book maybe include that um so then uh Raquel's like I had to tell my family about you and 
he's like your mom fucking hates me and she's like a little bit which i'm like okay so her first boyfriend (laughs) called her mom a fat bitch and then her second boyfriend gets her canceled and like sent to a mental facility (laughs) hey hey, raquel what's going on in uh, los angeles i know you're part of the cast of vanderpump rules yeah it's it's where's raquel from um is she from norcal okay yeah i don't yeah i'm not sure i always think she's from arizona oh wait no she is oh she is are you sure i think she went to school in like santa barbara yeah um how are things going on the show raquel well it's great very good Uh, i'm gonna invite james over for thanksgiving if you guys don't mind he's gonna call you a fat bitch (laughs) yeah um yeah and then and then i feel like uh sandoval didn't really want to get into like family stuff right now either you know yeah she immediately is like we don't have to talk about that yeah she goes no what about your family like how do they feel and he does not want to say he's like how is what he he was like hey we had bullet points for what we're gonna say here we did not say we were gonna ask (laughs) you know talk about my family in this you know and then she says and then she does the thing you just said she mutters under her breath like we don't have to talk about it right now like on camera she's like referencing the camera so much then sandoval says okay like he's like okay i'll answer that question i don't want to we didn't talk about this why i'm answering this question because they love you and she's so confused she she doesn't hear him properly and she says i love you too to him she has like her hands over her face and then she's like i said he's like i said they love you but i love you too yeah and so so uh like i was just thinking while i was watching this it's obviously shocked they're using love yeah. that they love each other like that yeah. is shocking they love each other but that love you i love you exchange was so clunky it's the worst thing in the world when someone mistakes you saying i love you and raquel did it within five minutes yeah she flubbed it so bad and he's like he basically like looks at her like she's a child like he's like yeah but i love you too like i won't get mad at you for that so by this time after these three flubs in a row not like talking about family messing up her name now doing the mistaken i love you he's like he wants to cut. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he, you can see he's just smirking in this scene. Like, okay, this isn't going as well as I thought for sure. Yeah. And then she's like, we always said we wouldn't do this if we didn't think it was worth it. And he's like, I can't kiss you with camera here. Camera's here. And he's like, she's like, me neither. Me either. It's she too wants to kiss weird. Him. She wants to kiss him so bad. Yeah. Like she would have kissed him in two seconds. Yeah. And then they cut to her confessional and she's like beaming with joy. And says the most deranged shit I've ever heard. Lay it on me because I didn't write it down for some reason. (laughs) She said she, you know, it was so amazing, uh, the idea of being physical with someone you love. Oh, yes. She said, I've never had sex like that before. Um, She didn't have the willpower not to see him, even though she knew it was wrong. And I'm just like, dude, so gross. Like, grow up. Like, just because you haven't had any life experience, you don't have to, like, ruin everyone else's life. Like, I promise you can go find that elsewhere. Yes. Please. Yeah. And why does everyone feel the need to just fully, like, talk shit about a past relationship? Like, that it wasn't. Like, I mean... Like James and Raquel, I mean, I, I, I'm not. We don't need to talk about their sex life or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like now I've had finally had sex. Like right. no, no sex I've ever had in the past. Like Lala <laughs> did it with Randall. Yeah, Raquel just did it. 
uh, it's just like, come on, it, yeah. you know, it, you know that you were sexually attracted to that person yeah. at some point, and I don't know, but yeah. yeah, I guess she's having mind blowing sex with um, Sandoval in her car, so that's fun. Yeah, um, and then they take some time to review her brow scratch. Yeah, um, and they talk about, you know, we kind of already talked about it, but. Um, that Sheena said on speakerphone, I punched that bitch. Raquel says, I took it like a champ. Yeah. And then she says, um, she goes on to say that she feels so isolated that essentially she can only trust um, Sandoval, her parents, and her sister. But that even with Sandoval, it's questionable because, quote, am I really going to put my life on the line for someone that would cheat on someone they love so much? Um, she's like, you could be capable of doing the same thing to me. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, did you not watch, uh, the show? Like this already happened. Yeah. She's just, yeah. She's just saying (laughs) things that people would just take for granted. She's just like literally saying the thing that all you would be thinking probably is that, um, yeah, that was very interesting. Her like rationalizing this to herself. Um, but she's, she's so happy. I mean, a part of her is just this is all worth it. Like we're totally. in love. Uh, let's burn the world. I just have my mom and my sister and you now, but I can't even barely rely on you. It's fucked. And then uh, Sandoval says uh, in his confessional, when I kissed Raquel, I felt hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like my best days aren't behind me anymore. 40, then, 40 could, uh, 41 and 42 could be a lot better than yeah. you know, his previous years. And then Raquel fucks up the the phrase uh, "coulda, oh. woulda, shoulda." Yeah, she says "coulda, woulda, shoulda." She says that, and then he says "woulda, coulda, shoulda." So <laughs> I would, so for that, uh, Sandoval finally, after ten years with Ariana of her correcting every yeah. dumb phrase he's ever said wrong, he finally, finally, the thing he's wanted more than anything now is he finally gets to correct someone else yes for for life for, for life for as long as this goes on for well um, he, yeah for for uh three months yeah. until the relationship ended and then uh it does a dramatic chiron of after filming this scene raquel turned off her phone and was not seen or heard from for weeks yeah yeah no <laughs> one knows where she is raquel has disappeared <laughs> and then it, i guess they would have had many more scenes with raquel if they could have yeah I mean, I got enough of Raquel. Seeing yeah. that alone was shocking to me. I don't know who else I needed to see her in scenes with. Who right. else would have even filmed with her? Like, right. Yeah. Whew, so man. then then it's like, yeah, she knew now this isn't dying down. This is the worst thing ever. That's yeah. This is like, is this like the nail salon era? Like, <laughs> yeah. When she's like doing TMZ interviews. She's, oh, and then she's filing the, filing the restraining order. She's... Uh, debating whether she's going to go to the reunion or not. Like right. she just, she almost, yeah, I guess she like basically quit the show. What if she turns into like full Britney Spears and has like an insane like TikTok presence and it's just like dancing around and people are like, is Raquel okay? <laughs> so you're saying uh, when she comes back, <laughs> when she comes back to us, she just <laughs> but would she not reference like Vanderpump rules at all she yeah. would just do like dancing yeah and TikToks. then people will be like that's not even her <laughs> yeah right conspiracy theories <laughs> my least favorite type she of never came theories. out of yeah. the facility i don't know what raquel i mean i don't know what raquel is gonna do after her mental health journey 
uh, yeah. after she comes out. I mean, there's going to be no place for her on season 11 if Sandoval's not dating her. Right. There's no way you can organically have scenes with Raquel because who is going to film with her? Right. Charlie? Ugh, they should. They really need to be smart about their relationship plan in regards to the show and what will be best for them to still get scenes on the show <laughs> you mean Raquel and Sandoval yes yeah I mean strategically it makes more sense for them to have stayed together yes um yeah like is that um a separate you know timeline like where Schwartz and Joe and Tom and Raquel hang out um and then everyone else is on a different show and then Schwartz kind of goes between if they'll let him yes but I feel like Kate um Ariana hates Schwartz so much now that she won't even fuck with him at all. Um, um, yes. But as we've discussed, even though we're team Ariana, et cetera, et cetera, I can't have a show that's just about her. I can't. Just about Ariana. Without the yes. mess of everything. No, I, I know. Yes. It's like, yeah, no, they, <laughs> everyone has to be back. Everyone, no matter yeah. how awful they are. We have seen so much awful stuff in the past. We need it on season 11. Like you, I'm sorry. I have to see <laughs> Sandoval as a villain. I have yes. to see him try to come back from this. I have to see who's the first person that starts to accept him for like a beer. You know, yeah. like uh, when Stassi came back, uh, like she was very strategic about who she came back to. Jack said something like Kristen is like the weakest links. Like yeah. she'll take anybody back. So they hit Kristen first. Yeah. So Stassi went, I think to Kristen first. Then yeah. she got Kristen's approval. Then she went to Schwartz, who's the next weakest link. You remember? And yeah. Uh, so Sandoval would have to do the same thing. He'd have to strategically think about this. How am I going to get back in the group um, with Raquel? I, there's no hope for Raquel in season 11. No, she's not. She she's can't. Fucked. And I don't, I, I don't think she should come back. She's not. She's her behavior this season. And in that scene, uh, makes me know that she is not in the right mind space to deal with these things. She doesn't have an accurate read on the world. Right. No, it's upsetting. I, she's yeah, not equipped. No, not equipped. <laughs> she's very childlike to put it uh, mildly, yes, like yes. how uh, the producer Vanderpump rule said, but that scene, I, I do have to say, I think generally that, was the most shocking to me the, the the highlight of the episode to me just from an entertainment standpoint because I just cannot believe they allowed that to be filmed and that Sandoval didn't get a redo and they just had to have this <laughs> flop scene you know yeah yeah it was just, insane yeah um okay so then we're at Villa Rosa uh did you notice that Puffy uh also has a alopecia tail like Jiggy did <laughs> No, I didn't know he that. He has like a bald tail. Aww. And I'm like, what's going on with these Pomeranians? I don't think you even mentioned Puffy in your pet roundup. <gasps> there you go. Wow. See? Um, I wrote down, Lisa is our mommy. Because the second that uh, Ariana came over, she essentially just like ran into her arms and started sobbing. Yeah. Um, Which Ar- Ariana really, um, uh, you know, goes to Lisa for... For comfort, for yeah. sure. I mean, and it's not something that she's like, I don't think doing for television of her scenes. She really like goes to Lisa when she's having struggles, you yeah. know, with, with grief and mental health <laughs> issues and stuff. Like, yeah. Whenever Lisa gets paid to be on this show is not enough for how much therapy she has to do for all these mofos. But she loves it. I yeah. mean, Ariana coming to her house and then Sandoval coming to her house, like she absolutely loves that she is, you know, laced throughout this episode. Yeah. Um, she's like, when did this all start? 
this web of deceit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> and uh, they, she's like, how long did Schwartz know? Um, they showed a Schwartz text that I know we paused and read the entire thing. Um, my favorite part being um, he told Ariana that you should jet set somewhere fabulous. Spoil yourself. Sheer decadence. <laughs> Yeah, that like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, shut the fuck up. Seriously, yeah that that was a wild text. Everyone who, if you just like let it go by and didn't pause on it, you have to read that full <laughs> text. It is so great. Everything that Schwartz yeah. <laughs> says to Ariana. Yeah, he says something about not wanting to kick Sandoval while he's down. Right, which and she Lisa hates. says he deserves a good kicking. Yeah, um, Lisa also says, none of us suspected a thing, which right. I, I'm like, does that ring true? <laughs> I mean, most people did. Right. I, I mean, like, it was... We keep hearing over and over again that, like, multiple people suspected, but okay. <laughs> um, and then she's, like, in her confessional, gives a very uh, boomer take where she's yes. like, you know, they didn't weren't having a satisfactory sex life. And she says, and along comes this beauty queen right. that's like down for anything. <laughs> like who wouldn't jump who at the chance? Resist? Seriously, what are you talking about? Like that, <laughs> like Sandoval has not had sex in months and a beauty queen walks in and she wants to have sex with him. So Sandoval is, who is he to turn it down? Like he can't turn down having sex with someone right. yeah i'm like L- okay lisa is so conflicted by her business ties or what's that not conflicted yeah. but she's so she cannot give biased. sandoval the full yeah bias towards him she can't give him the full business she can't go fully in on yeah. sandoval because she does not want tom tom to be affected by this yeah i mean i do feel like she also just regardless of her monetary connection to him he's like an og you know like yeah like what sheena says coming up he opened Villa Blanca. Yes. So she's known him the longest, probably, or like one of yeah. the longest. Yeah. So she does actually care about him. Obviously, she cared about them enough to want to have a restaurant with them. Yes. Whereas like someone like Kristen, she would just be like, wow, you fucked up. I hate you anyways. Bye. Yeah, right. But I feel like she's she is a little restrained. She could have gone a little harder on yeah. him for sure. But she does not want any ramifications right. to tom tom in my in my opinion but i do agree that she's like hey you've all done you know the worst shit in the world sandoval's not alone right in this thing like yeah um okay and then we go to katie's apartment we get the dogs yet again um shorts brings them over uh fresh from the groomer Mm -hmm. and um He's like, can I get myself a Coke or something? And he gets himself a Coors and he pours it in a glass, which is just funny to drink a Coors in a glass. But what do you think? Um, what do you think was the rationale for that? I've never. <laughs> he loves drinking just Coors cans. They show them all the time. Why did he? It was so think weird. This was the right. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to be like fancy at her apartment or something. Yeah, a little he bit did of... use a coaster. I appreciated that. Um, also, Schwartz looks so much better here than he did the first part of the season i look like he lost some weight got a haircut i agree he looked good yeah i agree and um i have to give him credit again uh schwartz like is so funny in this scene not even trying to be like (laughs) this like if you know yeah we were mad at schwartz obviously but he like this is a very entertaining scene (laughs) because of funny (laughs) uh she's like 
she calls them uh, each other's true disgusting brothers. Yeah, and she and she goes into the the history that we were talking about of like that Jacks, well, Sandoval and um, Schwartz are a vault of secrets that yeah. will never be unlocked. They have so much dirt on each other, and if you ever unlock the vault, like ghosts and skeletons come out. Jax also had that with them, but Jax threw them under the bus any time. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, for he, sure. he didn't agree to that philosophy. The vault was not secure. Right. And so, um, but but I, I just, I like what the Katie highlights that, that like, obviously Schwartz could have been in on it because his past indicates that he probably was him, him just, you know, covering for them. Right. Lifelong covering. Yeah. Wait, is it not to bring up a new succession minute, but what did, Weren't, isn't is that what that's a reference to the disgusting brothers isn't that a thing yeah so um you think katie got advance <laughs> copies of the no because it's it's exactly right disgusting brothers no 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 no, no yeah, yeah maybe it uh i feel like maybe that episode had aired by that time i don't think so no she i think she was just calling them disgusting lovers megan wants to say something if you yeah, I know. Oh, she said disgusting love. Yes, lovers, they're disgusting but then there's disgusting brothers. Yeah, okay. so it's but it's it sounded exactly like uh, Greg and Tom, the disgusting brothers. <laughs> yeah. She just she coined it like earlier, independently. Yeah, she should write for the show. Yeah, the disgusting um, lovers, true disgusting lovers. <laughs> I wrote down brothers. I think because right. in my brain. I was like, yeah, like succession. Yeah, you're right. I mean, succession is just in the air right now for yeah. sure. And maybe she was like, you know, epitomizing um, that. Then she accuses him of, she's like, you've been his bitch boy for however many years. Oh, and he he's hates like, that. I'm not his bitch boy. He says, I knew limited information, which is just classic Schwartz doublespeak where you have no idea what he's talking about. It's like too verbose. It doesn't actually mean anything. And it's like, what information did you have? You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then he does this great quote that is, I'm just a dude trying to get by in life. He's like, my health, my wealth. No, I've got a lot of my mind. My family. My, health, my wealth, my family. And then he brings up that he's worried about man-eating crocodiles in Florida, which is amazing. So what 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 happened to him right then? So f- first, first, just before that, very quickly, Katie gets him gets him good by saying you've lied for 10 years or 15 years for this guy why don't you shock everyone be on the right side of history and just tell the truth for once yeah that gets him that yeah. really gets him schwartz says okay i knew that i knew about the the one night yeah. stand yeah that's when i started to know so katie actually gets him to admit something yeah pretty crucial that makes him look bad yeah. which i thought was great and then he, after sipping his Coors Light from a cup, which is a completely new thing he does, he goes into this introspective, very strange <laughs> quote. One of the strangest things he's ever said. <laughs> I'm just a dude trying to get by in life. Like he got full, like he didn't even, he wasn't even talking to Katie at he's that like, point. like, I'm just a boy standing in front, or a girl standing in front of a boy. Yeah. And then he, he does it, and then he says a rhyme, you know, he says like something almost prepackaged, like almost too beautiful to be off the cuff. I've got a lot on my mind, my health, my wealth, my family, and now there's fucking man-eating Nile crocodiles in Florida. Like, what, what, like I, don't, I just don't know what was going on with him there. Like a little like switch flipped, and he's like, I'm going to be like 
very introspective. You think he's just so run down by this yeah. whole thing? It's Schwartz and Sandy. He's looking at the Yelp reviews on yeah. Schwartz and Sandy's, and he's, he's just, just losing it. And then <laughs> uh, Katie zings him and is like, "You sound like a country song." Yeah, that was pretty good. That's true. Yeah, classic um, dynamic there. <laughs> and I'm like, music kills Kate. She For would real? know. Oh yeah, she knows about that. <laughs> so, but do you think is it just that Schwartz is just sort of like this has got him to the, you know, he's on the brink. He's <laughs> yeah. he's already had a rough season he wasn't even expecting to film now his right. bars and well, shambles he told me directly in on march 1st that he was having a rough go he had a lot going on with his family um health issues on their end um his money woes um yeah. he had a lot on his mind at and, that time and, and he told you that he hadn't watched any episodes of the season like he didn't yeah. want to watch it yeah yeah Whew. well he's just a dude trying to get by in life <laughs> um Okay, iconic next scene, the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes, this this had every... When we watched this two different times, everyone was... Uh, <laughs> screaming. Screaming for this. Yeah, so Ariana is at her house. She has so many flowers. Like, she's been sent 30 bouquets. Yeah. Um, we see the Nike slides shuffling up to the house. And we know who this is. We've seen it in the trailer. We're not surprised. It is... Kristen, I I mean, I almost wish they wouldn't have promoted the moment. I know it's been so fun to yeah. know it for like two months and see this that we get to look look out for this. But how shocked and <laughs> yeah. stunned would we have been to see Kristen? Like, yeah. it would have like been earth shattering. Yeah. We would have been talking about That's it like true. Scandival. I know. I feel like they give away too much. Like, they keep releasing clips all the time. I'm like, I know. Just chill like i'm gonna watch it no matter what yeah i don't need to see 10 minutes of the episode and they leaked like three different scenes from the finale i was like man i don't want to watch this i'm gonna watch this in the context of the episode yeah um and in perfect form her first line is to ariana you look so hot and skinny i was like this is the girlfriend everybody needs that's all i want to hear i i yes that was i (laughs) Kristen just came in like um just perfectly like yeah. like she's just she's in a time capsule she knows what to do <laughs> season eight yeah nothing changed Kristen just killed it the minute she stepped yeah the foot in the door she goes drink water get your electrolytes are you caffeinated <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was surprised that i don't think she wasn't holding a bottle of wine when she entered no, she needed alcohol yeah. she was like i need alcohol i'm for surprised dinner. that because historically she would be rolling up with a bottle or two but i have a, i have a, i have a question we know that Kristen was actually in the one of those huddles like right after it mm. happened she was a part of this when they were just learning everything right. like she was with sheena and katie so did she like come later that same day mm. that we already yeah, saw maybe. and like they just wanted Kristen to have like her own moment Maybe. i kind of yeah, wanted to see Kristen in the mix with everyone yeah that would have been fun um but yeah she's like can i get you anything she's like alcohol um and then they refer to tom as our ex-boyfriend yeah. and then they hug and it's cute it, it's so <laughs> cute ariana gives her a hug from behind yeah and they say our ex-boyfriend and it's like w- one of the best relationships on vanderpump rules and the best relationship arcs by far is the journey that Kristen and Ariana have made from Ariana's like, I wouldn't care if you got hit by a bus yeah. or you know what I mean? Or like, or or no, that's, that's Kristen who says it. Like they hated each other. Kristen says she wishes her dead. Ariana says, you know, horrible things too. Like she never wants to be in the same room as Kristen, but I just love their friendship. Yeah. Um, and Kristen has grown so much. Like when, um, 
Ariana's kind of saying that she feels bad about everything that happened, you know, 10 years ago um, because she's embarrassed that it took her so many years to realize that this is what Tom was going to do to her as well. And uh, she was like, I feel bad about all of that. And uh, Kristen's like, pish posh on me. Like, let's not worry about that. She's like, if anything, I feel bad that you had to be the one to take him off my hands. Yeah. Amazing. Which is pretty evolved. Yes. Wait, point of view. Totally. Yes. I just, yeah. Kristen seems so, um, yeah, uh, evolve. Like you just said, like she's just her her mindset seems, seems so much better. Like I know she had like years of therapy. She had to like she had such a uh, traumatic thing happen on the show where she had to like come back and like make everybody's those relationships work again. You know, yeah. which was like you know huge. And I just I love the place that she's at. I hope you know that she's back for season eleven for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so in full Witches of WeHo form, yes. they go outside with her little toolkit. Uh, she tells her to write down uh, what she wants to manifest and what no longer serves her. Um, her she wants Ariana wants to manifest true self love, and she wants to get rid of unrequited loyalty. Yes, so true self love because we know that Ariana is very judgmental about herself and like doesn't think that she's beautiful and just has very very low self esteem yeah. which she's talked about and so her what do you burn that one too or that's what you fold and keep in your pocket oh I don't know because you would yeah, why would you want to burn, burn your manifest but, what, but before they did that what was the amethyst crystal that they were going to shove up Sandoval's <laughs> ass was that just a crystal just for vibes I guess because she does she does a crystal yeah she does, she does a the- tuning fork or whatever it's called which i kind of liked yeah I, I i would do a little <sighs> tuning fork right now oh my gosh i one time got a facial where they did that it was so amazing a little the the tuning fork yeah Ooh, and then they like so put nice. it on at least when i did it i think they put it on like because it's it both it makes the sounds but then it, it's vibrating and they like touch it to your skin and you ooh, like feel I, it ooh, i do like that like the, the <laughs> reverberations yeah do you remember when kelly gave uh shannon a little tuning fork I, my mind just went immediately to the gong. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> when she bopped her on the head and did a little tuning fork She'll on She'll never it. forget that. Yeah, for real. So, so unrequited... Lo- so I don't know if they burned both. I think you keep the one, you know, okay. the, the the good one. I, I don't know, actually, if, if, I, if I didn't see it right. But unrequited requited loyalty is what she wants to get rid of, which yeah. makes so much sense in the context of Sandoval. Yeah, and then the, uh, Ariana says, ashes to ashes... Dust to side chicks, which is a Beyonce lemonade quote. Oh, really? Yeah. When um, <laughs> what song is that? Do you know? I feel like it's um the main. It's like the single from that album. Yeah, it's. I don't remember if it's actively carved into the song or if it's one of the like intros, like because it's you know that piece is like one big yeah. woven yeah. thing um but yeah it's like the main the cheating one okay yeah we're <laughs> learning that uh, uh ariana is such a huge beyonce fan i know this is like I the second like, beyonce so that. i was <laughs> thinking i'm seeing beyonce in november and i'm like what if ariana's there i mean she probably would be wait you're seeing beyonce in november mm-hmm. oh wow where is she performing at sofi oh that'll Inglewood. be oh that'll be so awesome um, yeah i've seen her maybe five times how is it it's amazing it's so expensive but it's never not worth it how'd you feel about her last album i loved it me too really fun i loved it too really fun it was great underrated yeah i need to revisit it ahead of the tour because i think that 
the tour is going to be heavy in renaissance um yeah but um yeah I've, i think the first time i saw her was 2013 on the miss carter world tour uh, i went in vegas um and i've gone every time was that when then. she was announcing that she's like jay-z's wife um i think they like already had a baby at that point was jay-z like performing as well um, that was the on the run tour, oh. which I did also go to. Was that awesome? It was really fun. I love Jay-Z so much. Yeah, I was like, I'm not super into Jay-Z. I'm not against. I just, you know, I don't really listen to very much rap. But then you realize how many hits he has and you're like, oh, I actually know all of these songs. Yeah, I am in a Jay-Z era right now. He's all I've been listening to. And that that in, that hypothetical intro for this episode that I sent you, that's <laughs> yeah. a Jay-Z beat to get that's awesome. us hyped up. Yeah, I, no, I, I love him. It was great because they... That sounds, since I'm a Beyonce fan, it's slightly annoying at first to be like, I want a Beyonce only show, right. but they have so many songs together as well. So it kind of blends. It was fun. It was, yeah. you know. That's great. And then Kristen, after, you know, they quote Beyonce, yeah. Kristen says something which, you know, who knows where it come from? Who is the author of this? We don't know. Maybe <laughs> you know, but she says ashes to ashes. <laughs> dust to dust life is beautiful so slay we must <laughs> it's giving uh what's her t-shirt line james may is it <laughs> i think so it's yeah it's like a That's james may very much like a dorky ass t-shirt like rose all day ashes yeah. to ashes dust but I, dust, I mean i i love it must. whoever whoever came up with it though it was it was so perfect for this scene no and i laughed it was a great comic relief i mean and kristen that's like that chris that was a two minute scene or a three minute scene kristen did five iconic things in the one impact scene. the impact you get her in for five minutes and you get that many iconic yeah, the moments quotes per minute that's what kristen gives you it's like yeah get her back what the hell is going on yeah um we we're gonna go into the second lvp scene yeah i have to just say i'm gonna be critical both lvp scenes were flops to me i'm just, boring they're both boring i'm just saying it now i was gonna be this episode is epic everything about it 10 out of 10 every scene was beautiful lvp's ariana scene was boring she's just trying like to get to the bottom the of ariana it. one could have been cut basically because we already got her yeah, commiserating with her friends yes um whereas the sandoval one is perhaps more necessary because he doesn't have anyone really to talk to yes it, the sandoval was was more necessary but also i just feel like lisa's just like not bring like she's not bringing it she's not yeah. like she's not being quotable very besides like web of deceit like she's not yeah. being very interesting and i think her equivocation of sandoval makes it hard for her to have the right take morally so it makes her scenes really bland do you know what i mean like she can't she can't give her full-throated like lisa like you'd you'd want like i want lisa's take on this thing un unvarnished her full she's not sinking her teeth in no do you think that she's been depressed ever since like her brother died and like her mom and like absolutely i absolutely she i'm sure i i I know she's affected every day by that loss for sure i know lisa is definitely probably upset sad depressed like she admits you know depression for sure i'm just saying i think the reason for me why these scenes like why lisa's not bringing it is because of her relationship with sandoval business wise Uh because i just know lisa cares about her business so much it's yeah. a, it's it's actually her i think the thing she 
cares about yeah. the most is her is her the sacred restaurant. Her sacred restaurant. The reason she ever like started to turn on Stassi was when Stassi started to talk <laughs> shit about <laughs> Sir. Yeah. The, the 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 little like little instances that uh, Stassi would just start to say like, "What am I? Just a waiter at Sir? Waitress yeah. at Sir? Whatever." Like that's when Lisa like fully turned on her. So I yeah. just think like, yeah, I just I both these scenes I just didn't really give a shit about yeah. what Lisa had to say. Um. <laughs> I know you noticed that Tom came into Villa Rosa. He crossed the threshold holding a can of squirt. I know. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, that's so like trashy. I know. I'm like, you can't, that's like a piece of trash. Get it out of here. I know. He's just drinking squirts all over (laughs) town. And I think the first time he ever, I know, did we already say this this episode? It's like, we've been going for two hours, but he, he, the first squirt I ever saw is the one he gets for himself in the fridge when Ariana says for you to die. Yeah. And then since then, He's not seen without a squirt in his hand. It's like his squirt journey started then, and it hasn't stopped. He brings it's one like even to emotional Lisa. support squirt. Yes, exactly right. And he um, is is that what's Lisa's um, uh, maid's name? Oh, if it's I couldn't tell if it was Rocio, but it might have been her. I was just wondering what she thinks of it. Does she know that Sandoval is like this, like hated? Well, person? he like apologized because he's like, I sorry, I just in. let myself in. Um, it was raining and she's like oh yeah i know it's raining go yeah. right in lisa and, um oh sorry go ahead. <laughs> no i was just gonna say uh lisa was like uh she refused to hug him she was like i don't know if this is like a hugging situation and then she says the weather certainly sets the tone yeah and she says she says this is not a hug worthy moment and i was just like <laughs> damn okay lisa has officially declared it you are not worth a hug i feel like she's today. not much of a hugger anyway i know she's not giving out a lot of hugs no <laughs> it's like, you didn't have to hug him I'm not that's sure. like british like yeah they she, don't really fuck with that she gives double cheek kisses though yeah but like no a hugs. lean in but a hug is very like intimate uh, um yeah so you know they're <laughs> having their conversation and i just i don't know how much they say before he starts just absolutely having a mental well, break he 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 um this is like his third version of what he tells Lisa. Like right. the story is not set. It's very fluid. What he says to different people is different. And I don't know what the hell he tells Lisa. I, be- I couldn't even write it down. He's just like, Ariana has a hard time trusting people. So I, I had a hard time breaking up with her, you know, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And Lisa's just like, if you thought she had a hard time trusting people before, what the hell do you think you just did to her now? Yeah. And then he says the, the, the thing that really makes him break down if, it's actually breakdown. I mean, at first it starts with a legitimate cry. I think he definitely takes it to the yeah. stratosphere. But he <laughs> says, I want to talk to Ariana one more time where she's not so angry and like really tell her things that he didn't say to her at the time in that first scene we saw. Um, and then he bemoans the fact that he never will get another chance because Ariana for sure is never talking to him again so that really makes him break down and he says i can't believe that's the last conversation we're ever gonna have yeah but i didn't think ariana was so i know she was angry but he definitely could have said whatever he had to say in that one conversation she she said anything else you have to say for the last time we talked she told him right you know you could say something so but then the fact i guess it hits him that he never gets to talk to ariana again he never gets to say and i think what he wanted to say was like I don't know. He probably just wanted to say more stuff and say yeah. it better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he breaks down. He does a, a like stand up, hyperventilate, yeah. go to the window, yeah. look out, yeah. arms up, right? Like, yeah. He's like, Oh God. Yeah. And I, I it, it set off my, it set off my bullshit detector uh-huh. a little bit. Like, 
if if he was legitimately crying and like he was hyperventilating and he had that breakdown, fine. Like, sorry that I misjudged it. Like, maybe this this was you really coming to terms with it. But it for some reason he's so performative. Yeah, and it it brings to it brings to mind all those other times where he very over cried. Like after the Sheena, you know, mythology yeah. fight and stuff. It's like yeah. I don't know if I fully bought this happened. I don't know that right. this was like a 10 out of 10 cry. How do you feel? I mean, I was just thinking how like whether or not it, it was very dramatic. And I don't know if he was trying to put on a show for Lisa so that she would understand how upset he was and feel sorry for him or whatever. But um, I don't know how you would go through this and not have a panic attack mm-hmm. about <laughs> what people the scale of hatred coming your way yeah well that yeah yeah but also i mean yeah i would have thought he would have sobbed like that when ariana was was doing was was cutting him to the core with right you know you mean nothing to me i regret ever loving you i mean right who could listen to that right from their girlfriend of nine years and like not no it seems he's definitely more concerned about like the public and business entity yeah. versus but Ariana. I, but like, I think you're right. I think he's given it up to Lisa a little bit. He's like, Lisa, can't you see yeah. how affected I am by this? And uh, Lisa guy, it just says, I think something like it's going to get better. You know, yeah. like, like, come on. Yeah. She's not- like, where do you want to go from here? Yeah. And he says that he wants Ariana to get the love that she deserves and Lisa says, from somebody else, question mm-hmm. mark. And he's like, yeah. And then Lisa's like, you're not a bad person. She's, you just did a bad thing. Yeah. You have to remember that. Which I'm like, I mean, that's always a interesting uh, question of uh, how, what makes a, is there such a thing as a bad person? Wow. What a great question. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. Um <laughs> Like uh, how so many she, bad things you have to do until you get tipped over the edge to be right qualified right. as a bad person. I, I mean, right. It's like it's like if like I guess I my mind goes to Jax mm-hmm. and I'm like, if anybody could ever be declared a bad person <laughs> in the Vanderpump Rules universe, yeah. Jax did eight seasons worth <laughs> of horrific yeah. things. But would I even be ready to just lay the gavel down as a judge and say Jax is definitively a bad person? No. Right. He, but he's done some of the worst things in human history. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Besides yeah. murdering. He always <laughs> says, he's, he always says, nobody got murdered. Nobody got pregnant. Fine, we'll, we'll move on. You know, that's yeah. his like bar for like yeah. the worst things in the world. But, yeah. I'm like, yeah, is murder the only thing yeah. that signifies or like sexual crimes? Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> and it's like, is Jax, are you saying you never have murdered someone? Yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing that LVP does say, um, which, you know, this, this is, uh, you know, I have to call it, you know, negatively cast a negative light on, but LVB says, I will not turn my back on Sandoval, which is like, that's, that's fine. But she's like, maybe the pain will ease, Uh you know, but she's basically saying Lisa's stance on this is I'm with Tom Sandoval, you know, like do if you're looking for to me for moral advice on how to think about this, LVP says <laughs> Sandoval is fine. Yeah. You know, like that's, she says it and, and Ariana and watch what happens live. Yeah. It's like this, this I think uh, makes sense to segue there. She says Lisa was too nice on Sandoval. Yeah. But she basically said LVP is like the only one that gets a free pass for the mutual friend. Uh, right. Right. Rule. Like, right. Yeah. Cause, right. She's not going to have any mutual connections to 
Sandoval, but Lisa has to be the exception. Yeah. I just want to say we are in the, you know, final scenes just, just as a, you know, I was just looking at my notes. I'm like, damn, okay. I mean, we're like two hours and 11 minutes (laughs) in, but we are like at two beautiful scenes and then it's over. That's right. Um, do you care if I take one little break? <laughs> Go right ahead. Is this a certified turtle piss break? Yeah, I'm going to do one of our certified turtle piss breaks and then maybe, you know, drink another Pacifico Hell if yeah. you would let me. Yeah. Do you need one? Um, Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then finish the last two scenes. I'm sorry that the break is sort of um, back-ended, but hopefully you'll, uh, you know, not care. Love you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Amy, I'm so sorry about that. I just, I had this sensation where urine was starting to build up in my body and I had to release it, so... Yeah, that's quite all right. We were talking about how um, we're all sweating out our hangover from partying last night. And uh, I was saying we should try Schwartz's tried and true lemon on your pits trick. Yeah, certified. um, It works every time. Works like a charm. You get lemons, you cut them up and you spritz them under your armpits. The Schwartz uh, method. That might be an acid burn. I don't know. Um, We'll report back. Yes. Oh, and I just wanted to say that I don't think we mentioned it. And just because you know, we took a break and we were just talking about normal things that we're going to see Andy Cohen tonight for daddy diaries. Did we mention that? I don't think we did. Um, yeah. The book event, uh, he's being, uh, it's like moderated by the bitch sesh girlies. Yes. Yes. Um, which Casey Wilson loved her book too. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I have listened to bitch, uh, sesh many times. I think they're so funny and that's like the best moderators I could ever ask for for this. Yeah, it's like I mean, perfect. It's, yeah, so we get to see Andy Cohen. By the time you listen to this Friday morning when you wake up and it's beautiful TJF vibes, we'll have already seen Andy Cohen for that's his right. LA event. Um, I'm wondering if, I bet you, because our tickets come with a signed copy of the book, I think. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming that they're, they're pre-signed because when I saw him, I don't remember which book it was for, but I went to a similar event like five or more years ago um and he signed the books in person like you had to wait in line but and he was so over it by the end but i have a photo with him he was over it um i mean it was just like hours long of signing books like i think at this point he's like i don't need to do that we'll do the event and then he's got a stamp people the books yeah Yeah. you think he's got a stamp though is that even like you know legal? Bob Dylan does that? It's he not does. legal. Yeah, Bob Dylan. <laughs> He's such a wiener. I, I know he got sued because some guy was like, "This is a total stamp 
Bob Dylan <laughs> signature. He doesn't even sign. It was like for a book that he made or something. Yeah. But um, did you ever go to the Barnes and Noble book signings that they would have at the Grove when yeah. they like they would have like iconic mm-hmm. guests? There. Andy did it there. He did. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. I one time I saw um, the RZA. He was promoting a book or whatever, and it was just a Barnes and Noble event. There was like fifty people there. I was like, God damn, the RZA is live right now, and he can <laughs> sign my book at the Barnes and Noble. That was like when I first moved to LA. I was like, yeah. God damn. No, I remember specifically. I went to an Andy Cohen book signing at Barnes and Noble at the Grove, um, and. They were sold out, so I didn't get to go. And then in my like haze of getting there on time or whatever, I misplaced my Grove parking ticket. And so then they charged me, you know, you pay the yes. full amount if you lose your ticket. And I cried. Well, oh my God. What was the amount? I would have cried. I think it wasn't. 25? Yeah. It wasn't like insane. Like it wasn't like 50 bucks. But or, 25 feels like yeah. I, I would like my Grove era. If I would have got charged $25 <laughs> for parking, I would have been. I was just like, I didn't even get to fucking see him. And then I had to pay the max parking fee. Yeah. I haven't been to the Grove in so long. It's I'd, actually kind of fun. I, oh, I love the Grove. Uh, I mean, I, you, you get the similar experience at the Americana, obviously. But it's just something um, about the Grove. The farmer's uh, market is nice. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I haven't been. We got to go again sometime. I saw um, the last Jackass movie there. Oh, cool. That was maybe the last time okay, I went. Okay, I got to see but that Jackass anyways. film. Well, <laughs> uh, everyone, we are two scenes away from Amy and I perfectly encapsulating everything <laughs> about the finale. That's right. Um, so we are at this rooftop bar. So what do you think about this scene just overall, the rooftop scene? <laughs> it was fun. Um, it felt very, um, like necessary for like produced you know uh-huh. for a few different reasons like the group was curious you know i don't know why necessarily charlie was there me either <laughs> i'm so sorry I, okay. I, I got, for the audience and for people on youtube i took a sip of a beer just a kind of a normal sip i classified it as just a small normal sip and my beer just foamed over so much. It's dripping on Amy's beautiful carpet, which, so I'll clean that up right no, no, after no, me. It's I'm fine. so sorry. But Don't anyway, worry. that's just a, um, I'm chugging beer. But yeah, why, <laughs> why was Charlie there? I feel like they had to like, they, they had to acknowledge that Charlie was a friend of this season. Right. So it kind of makes sense that Charlie, but like who even invited Charlie? Right. Katie? Cause yeah, Katie's like, I haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, wasn't the last time you hung out was when she left the yeah. Havasu weekend what? with with Raquel. What happened to the Katie and Charlie friendship? It's kind of a, a unsung aspect of this season. They they at first Charlie was only having scenes with Katie and Raquel. And right. then the Katie friendship just fully fell off. Now they're not even close to friends. Yeah, I don't really get why she was there. Char- she didn't Charlie offer much. is sort of it's a mystery as to what Charlie was even doing besides just providing scenes for Raquel. Right. Um and then Sheena brought her sister. Mm-hmm. Um Lala was there. Um, and then, uh, Ariana comes in, everyone else is wearing black. Yes. And then Ariana comes in in a freakum dress. She's, she comes in knowing that she looks good. Now what's that? Oh, <laughs> that's another Beyonce <laughs> reference. Um, you put on your freakum dress when you want to look good. Like, uh, like, like, um, I don't want to say the words, but like you <laughs> It's like look what you so put on good. to like go out and like get laid basically. Oh damn. It's so, like put your freaking dress on. Every girl's got one. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's so beautiful. So okay, so Ariana wanted to look, you know, dressed to the nines, freakum dress. Everyone else lets her have the spotlight by dressing in black. Yeah. Pitch black. Yeah. Um and she, then yeah. yeah, and then they sort of um 
well, they discuss like the latest news. Sheena, <laughs> Olala oh asks immediately asks Sheena how she's doing, and we find out, which we've known, you know, forever, that Sheena got a full blown restraining order from Raquel. Raquel is like burning every bridge in the Bravo universe since she's disappeared. She's like, okay, now I'm taking it like legal action. I'm not going to film the reunion, all this stuff. Sheena got the brunt of that, and then I think Katie says I was talking to Schwartz you know, a little bit and, you know, I uncovered some of the mystery of this whole thing. And by the way, he's coming right now. Yeah. She's like, he might be dropping by. And then within one second, he's, he's already walking up the stairs. <laughs> he's like, Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> and then Lala's like, someone put a muzzle. <laughs> what she said, she said, someone muzzle me and put me in a straight jacket, which I thought was funny. I thought that was so funny. Lala just, that was like one of the best lines of the entire episode. And that's just a, that's a toss off line for her. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone muzzle me and put me in a straight jacket. <laughs> and then, Schwartz is just being goofy so unnecessarily. I'm like, just act normal. You don't have to be such a goofball. He's saying like, this is a cool rooftop. And then he's like, I used to have a bar and lounge. Yeah. And then Lala's like, yeah, we're currently trying to blow that thing up. Yeah. Which, what a brave thing to say to someone who's that's his livelihood (laughs) she's like i'm trying to actively blow up your business the one thing he's the most worried about i forgot that they actively like hate each other uh since tower 12 since tower 12 since one could even say since uh schwartz pickleball yeah played pickleball with uh randall and he said it never sat right with him that lala tried to like command his friend group or whatever yeah they are not on good terms Lala yeah. Schwartz um and Ariana's being a hard ass towards him and is like yeah. um no one here really wants to talk to you so do you want to just pull me aside and so everybody leaves them to speak mm-hmm. together um Sh- uh, Schwartz says that Sandoval exploited his kindness which is so true and um a valid thing to bring up and I'm glad that Schwartz feels hurt about it and acknowledges it. Also, Ariana sets the parameters of the conversation by saying, if you say one thing <laughs> about how bad Sandoval is doing right now, I will walk away immediately, right. which was the right thing to say because yeah. you know he Schwartz would have sure. fully started defending Sandoval at this point. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was great. Um, he said that, uh, you know, they bring up that she says he apologized to the business before ariana and he like we said before kept it quiet that that was his request yeah he should have said he should have said he could have taken you know a little yeah. bit of the anger the brunt yeah. of the anger right there and just admitted that he was the one who yeah. wanted that post so yeah. bad um he said he's being painted as a co-conspirator um and then uh you know she lays in about how Sandoval she you know was trying to get him not to drink for five days so they could get their embryos that was yeah that was she starts getting really upset to hear that uh like that she said that yeah she even defended Sandoval to Schwartz when like he Mm -hmm. was like when they were even having issues which was like I don't know very interesting to me to hear that Schwartz is ever not on the side of Sandoval sometimes and Ariana would even have to defend him right yeah Um, um, yeah, and she's saying, you know, she wanted him to be able to have that um, option if that's something he really did want, which is probably like the largest example of her 
care for him because she's made it so clear for so many years that she does not want to have kids in any fashion, either physically or otherwise. She explicitly said it anytime he asked. Yeah. And he still was. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. And that's part of what Jax's argument against them was, is that like they want different things, um, you know, and the fact that she even went as far as to do the whole egg retrieval where if she was single or with someone else, I'm pretty sure she would not even care about that, yeah. you know, like, but he's been in her ear saying that he wants that. And so she was willing to play along. But yeah. do you think that there do you? Th- well, I guess they never made the embryos. So she just has eggs. I was going to say if they did have embryos, do you think she would destroy them? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, they'd be fully destroyed. She'd destroy say, Dest- them. Destroy them now. <laughs> um, Schwartz d- does a good job after she lays that condition on him of, of don't even talk about, like, Sandoval. He does do a good job of just listening, mm-hmm. you know, actively. And I think, although he probably doesn't feel it now, like, I do think Schwartz considered Ariana a good friend. Like, yeah, I always liked Schwartz. Man. I already like, I always like Schwartz and Ariana's relationship and friendship. Yeah. I thought that... She she was always stunned that Schwartz like gets out of everything and can like yeah. charm his way. Like she she had his number on that, but I felt like there was always mutual respect between them. And I thought Schwartz always admired mm-hmm. Ariana, but he's such a like my boys. Like yeah. I will defend my boys to the death. And for some reason, Ariana isn't like a part of that because yeah. just of just because she's a woman and she's right. the the significant other of his friend. Like you'd think that he would be like ride or die for Ariana after all these years. Yeah, I know it's sad. I did love, um, I love a, uh, gender swapped, uh, member of the wedding party. Oh, I I love that. I love Ariana's like, well, I mean, that moment is so beautiful, but yeah, her like genuine, like joy from being asked to be a groomsman is like one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. Yeah. That's one of the best. That's to me, that's one of the best scenes in Vanderpump. Uh, in Sir Alley. Yeah. In Sir Alley. Yeah. And she says, you know, I'm not going to have any mutual friends, so I'm not your friend anymore. And I was yeah. like, that's rough. That's rough. And he had to, th- you know, see that coming, you know, that was definitely probably an option yeah. that he considered, but I understand it fully and that shit hurt him. I mm-hmm. mean, that should hurt him because you know. I mean, she's basically saying, "Schwartz, I know you're going to continue your friendship with Sandoval. You've got yeah. a business with him, so we're yeah. done." And then uh, Ariana has like a very you know sad moment again. So like Ariana is so strong, like she's so strong in these scenes, you know, and she's like she's so able to like articulate how she feels, and she says like the coolest shit in the world. But then all of a sudden she'll break down again, and you yeah. see how. Truly, she is just going through it and how sad she is. And the yeah. anger is just like a Band-Aid. Yeah. And then she's like, I wish I didn't miss him. Yeah. But I feel what I miss isn't real. And Schwartz just has to listen to the significant other of his friend cry yeah. about his friend, about how he hurt her so bad. Yeah. Damn. I know. That's kind of her takeaway line. She said it on Watch What Happens. Mm-hmm. And then she said it on the Today Show of the person she misses was never real. Yeah. So, and you know, like just as a viewer, someone who doesn't even know Sandoval in real life, like it makes me think the same way about him. Did I ever really know this guy who could do this thing? Like right. now he looks so bad in hindsight. I'm like, yeah, like I get why Sheena and Ariana are like completely mystified. Like who the hell is this person? Right. <sighs> so yeah. digging into this next scene is a good moment to answer that question it's 
uh, Sandoval coming over to talk to Sheena. Yeah, what was your sense of why um, it was removed and why they felt the need to say it was two weeks later? Like, I know it was two weeks later, but why did they, like, remark on it? Why was it two weeks later? Like, why Hmm. do you think... I don't know. Like, I was just wondering what the significance of... Because if they would have not said two weeks later... We would have just assumed this is, you know, around the same time, yeah. maybe a couple days later. I didn't even remember that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I just said two weeks later, it was like they had to do a pickup scene or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it definitely doesn't really affect the scene when it is. No. Um, but yeah, like we mentioned before, Sheena says that her and Tom opened Villa Block locket together yeah. in 2009 and then she tells a very sweet story about when they went to upfronts um in new york for bravo uh, to like present the show that everyone else hated her and wouldn't let her in the photos but sandoval was like no you're with us you're part of this come take the photos with us that's one of the sweetest things i've ever heard like yeah. for life no matter what Sandoval ever does, <laughs> the fact that he did that in the yeah. face of all of his friends and stood up for what was right back then yeah. and did a moment that Sheena still remembers, yeah. it's like obviously meant so much to her that she cries over it. That's why that, there are moments where I'm like, we can't like paint him no. as a complete no. 10 out of 10 monster in every fashion of no. life because I know a lot of the time when he's being you know righteous it's annoying because it's self-serving but he does tend to stick up for who he perceives to be an underdog yes and him doing that for sheena obviously solidified their friendship it's just objectively a very sweet thing to do like and i'm i honestly made me so mad at stassi <laughs> like oh, you God. know can stassi you imagine was, how brutal that was stassi is at the upfronts of red carpet not even being televised and she's okay. hating sheena so much she won't even let her in a photo with them like <laughs> savage savage completely savage so um yeah i loved hearing this sheena like i, I just sheena is is like we said she is really affected by this and it makes sense like i sort of forget how uh, closely knit she is to the Sandoval and Ar- Ariana yeah. dynamic. Like yeah. she felt this hard. And also just to go back to that, like upfronts moment, that season one stuff, like I want to hear every story like that for these last 10 years. Like the fact that we didn't know that until now, that like yeah. tidbit, I thought yeah. that was so interesting. Like yeah. I need the documentary or like the book yeah. that's on this that includes all of those. Yeah. More about like how they all met initially and, what their dynamics were originally. Yeah, and the off-season stuff. Like, I want to hear about, like, the press they did, then actual fights happened that were never captured on camera. Like, I can't believe that we're it's 10 years in and we're just hearing this story. For sure. Um, we also didn't mention that he also brought a squirt um, oh. here. He brought a squirt and he brought a package in, which is yeah. very nice of him. And, and well, then- we all thought when we were watching it, we thought that he brought a gift. And then Brock's <laughs> like, what do you have here? And he's like, I don't know. It was on the porch. Yeah. He's just like bringing in a package <laughs> for them. Brock sums it up very well. Brock doesn't take a moment to like take the sunshine of the scene. He just says, it's a tough one. You put us in, bro. And then he yeah. leaves. And yeah. I love that. Brock, you summarized it. You got in. You got out. You yeah. left them to their business. Brock is like, iconic this yeah. season. <laughs> Brock must be so relieved that we're not talking about his I, other family anymore. Once Lala is really the one who bridged the gap from the old Brock to the new Brock where now that scene where she was just like I had you all wrong. Yeah. I love you. You're the best person in the world. Now we're all like okay we love Brock. Yeah the end of uh, last season uh, was all about his yes. 
misdoings. Yeah. The whole season was basically what's Brock doing wrong. Yeah. And now he couldn't look better in my eyes. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, um, Andy Co- Cohen kept com- uh, complimenting his haircut on Watch What Happens oh, yeah. Live. I thought that they was so in the sweet. audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, she brings up Miami Girl. Um, Sheena says, which I always thought was true, which was interesting. Yeah. So she, she, well, Sheena instantly starts to cry the minute they sit down. She can't even hold it in how yeah. devastated she is by this, which that's why I, I say, like, Sheena is so, she's underrated as a cast member for sure. People, like, drag Sheena. People think she's cringe or silly or whatever. Yeah. The power of Sheena is encapsulated in this scene right here. You know when Sheena's crying it's because she loves her friends so much and she can't believe something like this would happen. You just see Sheena's loyalty to her friends in these scenes and how yeah. devastated she is. You can't fake that, how Sheena's acting in this scene. No, for sure. She's so just disappointed and heartbroken. And and, and yeah, and just, you know, I, I can't believe that this Miami girl thing that we already talked about, it's like Sheena always believed that he actually did have sex with Miami girls. Just yeah. believed it the whole time. It just like rode for Sandoval. Yeah. Um, and he goes, Ariana has always known the truth about that. And she's like, whatever. I don't even want to know. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell is going on over there? Do you remember the era where Sheena like started to hate on Sandoval and Ariana and was like texting Ariana's mom saying oh, like yeah. Sandoval's like all about himself. I, Sheena had the like the tea leaves a little early yeah, on that's that interesting. One. We should maybe revisit that because clip. we heard also in this episode, I, I forget when Schwartz said it, he said, Ariana and Sandoval had a mutual agreement. They do not make each other look bad on, on, the camera. Sh- on yeah. camera. They do not let us get a deep, bad look at anything in their relationship. And he said it came back to bite them in the ass because mm-hmm. it just seems so unexpected now that all of a sudden right. Sandoval is like crying wolf right. about all these things right. in their relationship. So, um, yeah. I, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so Sheena asks him if he has cheated another time or like she's like is this the first time oh, yeah um he says there was one other time and sheena says a random person and he's like yeah well no uh and then he's like i'm not gonna to get into it, it. it's yeah. not fair whatever also, just i think i think you can just fully say when someone says one other time or <laughs> once or any any yeah. time they say once or one time it happened one time yeah. anytime Sandoval specifically it happened ten times yeah. he's well, such the like king of Jax once when he's like what does it matter if it's one time or ten times yeah right, right. <laughs> it's true yeah it's true he has that brain where it's like if it happened one time it is less bad so right. I only admit to once it was one kiss it right. was one cheating with a random person it's like well, yeah right Ariana talked about yeah. it on the sh- on Watch What Happens and said she knows who it is. Um, she said that she's not in the universe of the show, but she kind of implied that she was in some universe. Yep. And Andy was like, have I met her? And she said, no. Yeah, it was. So, I hope people are right now investigating this. There are so many better researchers than me, like, but I yeah. would love just a, a, a you know, a fact finding mission where we find out who this person is that everyone seems to know, but they're not in the Bravo universe, but they're. Do you think they're t- on a different show or something? I mean, it's possible, and, and, but and also it's like, why are we finding this one person? He did this probably ten times, you right. know. Like, um, do you believe the Billy Lee of it all? Not really. It's just it's like the threesome rumor where it just sounds like too convenient too too salacious and convenient in in hindsight you're like oh yeah that could have totally happened um so the part we're getting at now i found to be um the most shocking and it's not like fun at all like it's actually so dark and 
uh, it's when Sandoval finally says why he couldn't break up with Ariana this whole time to Sheena. And he says, how could I, you know, in this relationship, Ariana threatened to kill herself. Right. So dark. And he really thinks that that's an out, you know, like, okay, that is very serious. I understand why that would concern you. But I, I liked Sheena's response to this, where she was saying, well, then you call in everyone in her life and, Get her some help then. Yes. Her strategy was perfect, uh, but I found it, you know, noteworthy that Sheena didn't dispel that. Like, right. she 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 allowed that to be, you know, a part right. of his, um, you know, equation for wh- how he handled things the way he did. Right. But then, yeah, Sheena says the exact perfect strategy that he could have done if that was the case, if right. he was brave, if he was smart, if right. he was actually thinking about Ariana's best interest. But I mean, yeah, I guess it's not—it's not even fun to talk about. But just no. the fact that that could have—that I don't know—that was threatened, and and I guess you know we do know Ariana struggles with mental health. But I yeah. just—if um, he was worried about her mental health journey, he really um, actually didn't care right. about it the way he handled things. I mean, yeah. She, uh, Andy asked Ariana if um, if it was true that he tried to break up with her multiple times and she said no. Yeah. Fully denied it. Just yeah. said no, that didn't happen. Right. And, you know, Ariana is more trustworthy than Sandoval. So I guess you just have to, you know, take her word for it, for it on that one. Right. Um, I just wrote down his life is hell. Like he's just having to go door to door and like cry at 10 different people's yeah. apartment. Andy Cohen called an apology to her yeah. without really apologizing. I mean, I guess he is apologizing. He's crying yeah. to everyone. He's crying to everyone for what he did. He's just going door to door, like you just said. Yeah. I also thought it was so like how Sheena sort of sets up the scene where she's like, at, when he was on the phone with me after the TomTom event, he tried to um, just fully negate our friendship over the past 15 years. He tried to say that I was nothing to him. Oh, right. and, like We were not friends at all, which that... Nothing could hurt Sheena more. Right. You, you're like, you're ripping a friend from her. You know? Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, this scene, Sheena um, could not have handled it better. Everything Sandoval said had the perfect rebuttal. She, we, we didn't even say her iconic line of where I tried to break up with her. And she said, um, but you didn't. You fucked her best yeah. friend. Like, yeah. she just... I don't, she had Sandoval's number. He couldn't <laughs> wiggle it out. He couldn't convince her of anything. And then she just shuts the door on him like Ariana shut the door on Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I need to make my baby dinner, which that's such a classic like housewife move of being like, just like, you're like, I have to take care of my child. Like I have more important things in my life than this bullshit. Like that's, it's always like a superiority thing of like, yes, I need to like go to my family. This is like beneath me. I don't need to talk about this anymore. And it's definitely an easy out. Like you get out and I'm surprised. Sheena didn't want to like talk about it more. She didn't need more camera time. She was like, I think I, she like ran away. I think she was like, I got this. And then she says another very cutting, dark, sad thing where she says, I can't be friends with you and I'm really going to miss you. Which is like, oh man, so I, could, sad. I could cry. Like that's for me emotionally. It's like the Ariana saying, I would follow you anywhere. And then yeah. second is just how devastated Sheena is saying yeah. she's going to miss him as a friend, but she just can't be friends with him. It's like, yeah, damn. that was really sad. Sheena, like I can't say it enough. Like this was, Sheena wasn't in the finale, the original finale. She had to miss it. She was right. sick or whatever. And then she just like came 
you know, and this one, such scene. a presence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they do a little snippet of the reunion. Um, I wrote down Raquel is serving Statue of Liberty <laughs> and uh, Andy, uh, they, we get a little clip of the James and Sandoval fight and Andy has to restrain James. Wow. Which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I wonder how hard he was actually having to push him back. Right. I know. He, uh, I always think of when uh, Teresa Judice shoved Andy back into his chair. And he goes, he goes, she, so she funny. pushed me like a rag doll. He was like, <laughs> he was like, her strength was amazing. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm curious to see how they're going to break it up. Like, will Raquel be in, Right. like, are they going to save her for the second part or are they going to, yeah, I'm interested in that too. When are the one-on-ones? I'm really, I'm wondering if, you know, we should fully, this is just like strategy or whatever, but we should probably just watch the pumped up editions on Peacock and just, I want the full experience. I want the curse words. Yeah. You know, why why not? Let's just talk about like more of everything. And yeah, but I am interested definitely in the format. Like are the one and one on ones going to be first, then the Raquel part, then the Sheena part? Like who knows? Right. Um, yeah. So amazing, amazing episode. Um, yes. I'm just browsing through my watch what happens notes. I feel like we kind of, yeah, we like, um, we, we interspersed on everything, but, yeah. um, one note is that, uh, Ariana said that her plan is that she wants to sell the house and get her money out of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, that was great. The Miami girl revelation was like so shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Tom Sandoval's parents have not reached out to Ariana yeah. after for a nine-year relationship, not even a text saying, I, I'll i never be able to explain to you how devastated we are. I'm so sorry. Not even the start of something. Yeah, that's fucked up. And then for to then hear him say to Raquel, they love you. Yeah. To like... He, he was just, he just knew, he did shit, not want to talk about family. And so he was just said this like garbage thing yeah, or whatever. But Because I heard there were rumors that his family were very like WTF about when she came for the holidays or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They were like, what? what? Yeah. Raquel's coming with you home? <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to say like, I guess I also think 10 out of 10, you know, masterpiece. It obviously, it, or it couldn't have been better, right? It's like right. every scene we wanted to see, um, the only, yeah, the only moments that I felt, you know, unmoored or whatever were the Lisa scenes. You yeah. know, they just didn't hit as hard as I would have thought. And like a season four, Lisa would have hit. Like, right. you know, she would have, she would have brought it. But other than that, amazing masterpiece of an episode. For sure. Um, Ariana also said, uh, my last note is that she had Tom's location because oh, right. she had the password to his iPad. And so that she did see, um, that he was going to Schwartz's. Um, so she's like, what was I supposed to do with that information? Just like go to Schwartz's house. Yeah. Like, but the, but okay. the fact that she even has to explain like this, she had her <laughs> locations on that she, she should have not believed him when he said he was going and right. follow her. It's like, that is so ridiculous that he brought yeah. that up as an excuse. Yeah. Uh, he's an idiot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Amy, did we do this episode justice? Yeah. If we talk for like, 30 more seconds is this will be our longest episode ever yeah well megan has something that she'd like to bring up and i was sure yeah. go ahead oh oh okay do you want to okay okay so part one is the one-on-one interviews with sandoval ariana and raquel wow so a full the full part one is dedicated to that 
Oh, okay. And then a little bit of the actual reunion. Okay. Part two is the Sheena era. Is is Raquel okay? Oh, okay. So I'm sort of sad for the Sheena part because like Sheena just has to like they're gonna have to hold so much for the Raquel part, and Sheena's gonna only have to talk about like I don't know her part. Like she doesn't get the full reunion experience, right? Like I, you know. So yeah, so uh, part two, uh, Megan is saying off mic, but that part two is going to end with Sheena saying, okay, if you'll excuse me, I have to leave now because there's a restraining order. And then Raquel will walk in and that'll be part three got to it. get everybody hyped up. And we are going to be, just to say it again, we're going to be going to Junkyard Dog in Silver Lake <laughs> and we're going to watch all of these reunions, not the pumped up versions, but the, you know, the Bravo ones. Yes. Yeah. And then in the morning... We'll watch the pumped, pumped up. up and then we'll talk about it here. Yeah. Um, um, wow. So we did good, right? I think so. I want to apologize. I do think that Amy and I were, or I personally was a little zapped. I, I'm never going <laughs> to drink that many PBRs at a watch party before we record. So if I was low energy, I'm so sorry, but I promise I'll bring it next week. I'm not going to chug as much alcohol. <laughs> it was the Vanderpump Rosé shot ski that got yeah, us. Yeah, we were just done after that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, any, anything else to say before we part ways with our little turtle cuties for the week? I don't think so. We've made it this far. I mean, the episode couldn't have been better. I'm thrilled for the reunions. Uh, chime in and let us know uh, if you have any additional comments or corrections. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, we love any of that. And and I do want to, I guess, do two bits of promotion. So if you don't want to hear me market our, you know, us, you can leave now. But first, if you love Turtle Time but you don't watch us on YouTube, but you have a YouTube account. Can you, for the love of God, subscribe on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, we need, we to need hit subscribers. Th- we need to hit a thousand YouTube su- subscribers so Amy and I can start making money on YouTube. So if you want to get Amy and I filthy rich, <laughs> subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you need even more Amy and Ryman in your life, and this is your first episode, and you're like, damn, those people recap the shit out of the finale. Well, we also recap the shit out of the start of Vanderpump Rules, starting with season one on our Patreon. So if you need more of us, for the love of God, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, become our patron patrons. <laughs> Come, become a patron <laughs> Because of us. I need to buy a freakum dress for BravoCon. <laughs> become a patron of the arts and support Amy's freakum dress. And I'm going <laughs> to... The, the levels just went crazy. I hope you didn't stop listening because we're going to get Amy a freakum dress. I'm going to wear something cool as well. I'm going to use the money to buy like a suit or something, but I do want to look my best as well for BravoCon. We sort of stopped thinking about BravoCon. It's been so busy. I know. They haven't really made any new announcements, so TBD. Okay. Well, um, as I say every week, no one could ever love you in your life more than Amy and I love you, and that is so true today as it was yesterday, as it was tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Rate and review. Show us your love, and we love you back. And if if you didn't like this episode, I promise not... I promise we do one good one, one bad one every once in a while. There could be a stinker, but we will come back blazing. And you might have liked this episode, so who knows? Hope you loved it. (laughs) All right. Goodbye. Bye. This one's for you tonight. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com 
or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.